Some fuck off showed up for once. Gavril inserts unhinged text generated by ChatGPT about Kevin. Hello. Neff. Hey, hey. And Chris. Hola. Here. I don't know how to use ChatGPT, so there was no unhinged text to insert. <laughs> He's back! You can add it in post. Yeah, no, we can't. I've already ruined everything. <laughs> Today no, we're getting cancelled. No, Kevin ruined that because he couldn't take his goddamn cue! <laughs> I forgot about that. It's the same way every show, Kevin. God damn it. Today we're getting cancelled. Apparently, we're getting canceled, according to some asshole who decides to show up after like three and a half months. Hey, I asshole who's you, showing I'm up after like three and a half months. I'm saving for my 50th birthday. Hola. Hey, some asshole. Who the fuck are you? What are you doing here? I'm your face. My, my face is skin attached to bone and muscle. It sold your asshole, but we still deal with that. Where's the bone in Chris's <laughs> what ass? Do you, what do you, what does my asshole have to do with this conversation so far? It's Chris. Hey, your asshole it's been always two, has everything it's been to do two with months since I've talked about your Judy, your juicy booty. Okay. Hank. I am so bootylicious. I'm sorry. I can't help it. <laughs> Y'all messed me. We, welcome I really back. Did, really, really did. Let's really go ahead and, and welcome. Truly. So, the three of us, so let's go ahead and welcome back our dear friend, our dear, dear friend, Mr. Akari, Mr. Christopher. How are you doing, sir? It has been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm back. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm good. <laughs> good to hear. All right. Welcome to episode 183 of the Coast to Coast Expanding Universe podcast show. I, of course, am Gavril. These are my lovely, lovely co-hosts, Kevin. Hello. Neff. Hey. <laughs> And Christopher. Hola. Of course, I am the only one who calls him Christopher because yes. I'm just weird like that. that is You're the only one that's allowed to. I know. Oh, I, I call you Christopher when I'm, when I'm irritated by you, but that's just because it's the that, mom that's voice coming mom out. Mode. That's, that's, just, that's yeah. yeah, that's you just mom going mode. mom mode. Just, mm. You need He's a the only one that's allowed that to. Hey, hey, it's better than mommy mode, okay? Uh, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts sticks her tongue out and waves her hands in disgust. Hey, we're getting some audio descriptions. Nice. <laughs> it's, chaos. it's chaos mode already. Oh, yeah, no. I return and it all goes tits up. Not saying anything. Not saying anything. All right, we're going <laughs> to jump into it. Uh, so, uh, Nev, how you been for the last couple of weeks, darling? I, yeah, sure. <laughs> I played some video games with people, and I don't fucking remember now because I'm sidetracked by the warped one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot just how badly you break my brain sometimes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Warzone DMZ with you and Kev and Nam and Siggy. Um, a little bit of some point. 
soon. He, like he has yet to log in because we haven't caught him, but he's trying to line he up. He said he's He yeah. hasn't been able to play games. Yeah. Um, also, um, one of my friends, Nicole, is planning on joining us at some point, possibly this weekend. So nice. we will have a second female. Um... <laughs> Beth, are you like rolling dice in your hand or something? There's something. No, she's playing with a fidget spinner. She's playing a fidget toy. I'm, I'm playing with my fidget slug. Okay. Sorry. It's. <laughs> Would you like me to change to something quieter, away Kevin? From... No, I mean, away from the microphone's fine. Um, oh, she's probably well away. That that thing is very loud. Yeah, yeah loud like guy. it's it's not a quiet. <laughs> um, some Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice. Um, How you been liking that? Uh, I I've been liking it so far. I I'm not very. I think I'm like twenty percent in or something like that. Um, I I don't know how far I'm in on the story because. You know me. Comes to stuff like that. I must do all the things in all the areas. So. Yeah. I don't know where I am. No, I must do all of the things. Um shit, I closed my show notes and there was something else that I played and I don't remember. Um shit. Nope. you have Zomboid, Warzone, and Oh Zomboid, that was what I forgot to say. Okay, um, yeah. oh and then also that game that Spawn has me playing that I keep calling by the wrong name. Um the D one. It's not division. <laughs> <laughs> oh um 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 oh god you were you dishonored. dishonored dishonored yeah dishonored <laughs> right that's <laughs> what i was thinking of yeah that's, yeah, that's, okay. that, that's what i was thinking of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's totally what these two were thinking of you've got a d so they are both thinking about dicks <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i mean when is chris not um right. fair play so I played a little bit more of that. Um, still trying to go through and get the non-chaos ending because that was the challenge that chaos, chaos, chaos. So no kills, high kill. Yeah, no, trying to keep the kills as absolutely low as possible. Um, but yeah, other than that, and work, not much. Okay. How have you been liking projects on Boyd now? Are you enjoying it? I haven't really gotten on to play with you guys much. You're not usually playing at a time that I'm you're gonna, around. When you log in, you're going to see that things are a little different. Oh, really? What's changed? <laughs> uh, a lot. Don't worry. Um, nothing. Okay. Uh, there's the, we have a minor. We have a, we have a small parking lot outside of the, uh, the school now. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, when <laughs> I say small, I mean, there's like <clears throat> 10 vehicles out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like the little that I've played, I like I had fun when we were playing it before. I actually enjoy Zomboid for whatever reason, even though it doesn't have quests, because like I don't know, there's something different about it versus like Valheim or whatever that I find more interesting. Maybe it's because there's more to actually do. Um mm -hmm. but you know, yeah, it's just I just need to play when you guys are oh my god, he's drinking from the pitcher again. You were using a cup. What Stay the focused. fuck? Stay focused, Net. <laughs> Stay focused. Squirrel. <laughs> Stay on fucking track, okay? <laughs> you know what? Keep doing this now, until this water's gone. Now Drink that I'm thinking about it, like a normal person. <laughs> Gavril, now that I'm thinking about it, I think our zomboid base may get us canceled if we mention Elby's new room. Is it a sex dungeon? 
No, it's not. No. It's it's an armory. We have an armory. We've built an armory. That's all it is. I mean, it's for some not point, the so... armory, but an armory. Okay. I, I do have to say, I'm still not a fan of our base this time, only because I don't know. I I just not a fan of lack of sex dungeon. Sure. Also that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we built it. We built in the school. We built in the school in Rosewood. Yeah. School has it, it, it all. Has large... lots of room, right? Yep. Cafeteria. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of space to move around inside, and there's separate rooms already built in that we can put stuff in. So. True. Mm-hmm. But we will. Elby and I have talked about this. We've mentioned this before that like we will move at some point. Thanks, Dungeon. LB, um, I don't go to sleep at 8 p.m. <laughs> I go to sleep at 10 to 11, 10 or 11 p.m. It's um, not my fault. You're in an earlier Neth, fucking time zone. I was going to say, Neth, that's 8 p.m. for us. <laughs> like, I go to 10 bed is at 8 a perfectly normal for us, time. Okay. Um, but no, um, eventually we will run out of fuel and stuff inside of town. So we will have to move the base eventually. Well, we have that. Well, um, we have that mod for solar panels, though. Yeah, but if <coughs> what about cars? Are we going to drive to uh, uh, yeah. the other towns to fill up the cars at all times? I mean, if we, get, like, a, if, mod, we get a, if we get, well, no. Okay, Kevin, this is the 90s. This is the like the early <laughs> mid 90s. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, so here, here's my question with Zomboid. Are we going to continuously play the server once for... 42 hits or are we going to reboot again and start over from scratch that's an lb question actually because if a i kind of don't want to start over again like it, it's kind of annoying to keep starting over to me mm -hmm. b if we're going to keep continuously playing then we need to fucking start thinking about relocating sooner than later so that we mm -hmm. have space for animals so that we have and things so that we're not yeah yes and so that we're not wasting so much time in doing all this shit with the school when we're just gonna have to up and fucking well, move it well and the thing that we can do with that is that there are there are tanker <clears throat> trucks that work there are like large scale large capacity tanker trucks i know we've got propane trucks i've seen liquid trucks before so I'm certain we could probably just run those out to other towns and fill those mm -hmm. if we really wanted to just stay in Rosewood. Yeah, and we can get rid of the asphalt and turn that into, like, room for the animals. Mm -hmm. Point is, I we have fences already there. I want to go out into the countryside. We can Move build a house into the scratch. country, going to eat, eat a lot, lot of peaches. peaches. <laughs> Move into the country, gonna eat me a lot of peaches. No, I, I did not hear peaches. I heard feces, and I hated that. <laughs> oh my it's god, I haven't heard that song in so long. They were put there by a man in a factory. I mean, so was feces, Jesus. Wow, okay. All right, this is the conversation we're having today. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about corpophagia. <laughs> what? I just decided to throw the worst thing I could possibly think of right out. Okay, we're not going to go. Um... We're not going to. We're not going to have a discussion about corpophagia. I have a meeting. Today. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Some, something suddenly came up from work. Sorry. This has I, a work I, thing. And yeah, I, it, I gotta it's go. Time, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The fancy term for eating feces? I had to Google that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Google told me. <laughs> it is. It is. It's the, it's, the, it's it's the Latin term for, for eating food. Yes. <laughs> it says fancy term for eating food. That was the country, Kevin. Kevin, I gotta say something. That was the countryest goddamn thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. That was the countryest goddamn thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> That's the fancy term for eating poop. That's the poop. Oh my god. All right, let's go ahead and move on from Neff here. Um, I've been playing Zomboid and Warzone. That's it. <laughs> Next, Kevin. I have a question for Kevin. Oh, Is God. your wife home right now? No. Okay, yeah. I'm going to text her and give her permission to come and smack you in the back of the head while we're recording. Please no, don't, don't smack Kevin. He's, He's, He's not That's wrong. That's literally it. what it says. It's, 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 it's quite literally what it says, but I mean... Violence like is never the answer. Saying in the chat, your yeah. NSA agent is now concerned for your well-being. <laughs> yep. Oh, honey, violence is always the answer. Violence okay. is always the answer. Um, Project Zomboid. It's same but different than when we played last time, but mostly the same. Um. Okay. Yeah. Could you have said that any more monotone? It's it's. I mean, I mean, it's, it's Kevin, so yes. It's a lot of the same. <laughs> I'll be I'm spending to a lot some... of time dead. Yeah. I yeah, mean, we... you operate under fuck around and find out, so... <laughs> no, the both of the times that, that is... we've gone out, I've helped to contribute to Gav's death. Oh, please tell <gasps> me how you've murdered Gav. Please um, tell me how you've murdered rude. Gav. Rude! Okay, one time we went to the prison... And uh, we were like, oh, we're going to kill some zombies. The prison is a nice place because there's a lot of people to kill. And then um, I proceeded to run off. the door. And three zombies attacked me. And Gavril tried to save my life. And he got bit instead. And then yesterday, we were driving around in the woods. And there was a lot of zombies. And I'm like, we need to just get out and clear some of these guys. So everybody gets out and starts killing zombies. Gavril proceeds to get bit again. Now, now, Kevin, why did I get bit? Because I told everyone to get out of the car. No, 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 no. That's not specifically it. It That's was coming from it. the bottom and you had trouble. Oh, no, no, judging. no, 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 Kevin. It's because you were ineffective in combat. Oh, that too. I was also like, I was <laughs> I'm shocked. A I was wearing as much. Wearing yeah. too- <laughs> I was wearing too many clothes because I was trying to get maximum protection from the zombies, but it made me sunstruck and I couldn't swing. Uh, crowbar to save my life. <laughs> so we're then having to adjust the plan on the fly and backing around. I was very, I was a little spicy about that last night with you and Elby because Elby's like, because Elby stopped the fucking car. He's going down the road. We're like, hey, yeah, just keep going. The road continues. And he's just like, no, we got to turn around now. And he stops and turns around. Well, I mean, to be fair, it did look like the road was. <laughs> Uh, uh, we were out of crash. Has, crash has a correction. Uh, you couldn't swing the crowbar to save Gav's life. <laughs> That's yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I, I was heated about it last night. I'm over it today. I overreacted. 
But I was we very frustrated think? because every time I go out, it seems like every time I go out with Kevin, I die. I mean, that, <laughs> that ups the ante. <laughs> yes, it just increases the, it cre- increases the risk. It just means I spend another difficult. 15 minutes reading books before whenever I respawn. Yeah, that is the annoying part. Um, other than that, I started... Has anyone else caught The Last of Us TV show? Two episodes no, have come out so far. No, I am very, very carefully avoiding it. Are you waiting um, to watch it with Spawn? Um, no, I'm waiting to play the game first. Oh, and it's okay. not released for PC yet. So I'm, I have I... very successfully avoided finding anything out of the game up to this is it, point. So... Is it getting released for PC? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, but Cause, people cause, are cause pissed because they're charging like, like full price. Last um, it was. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago, but March third, uh, by the way, Chris. The TV show, from what I hear, it doesn't follow the game all the way. Like they're um, they are making. Changes. I've heard the opposite. I've heard the exact opposite. Yeah, I've really. heard the opposite that it is. It is like, like it's to a- the point that if you take the game and the TV show, the shots are almost fucking identical. Like it, it's apparently that dead on. Yeah, they. Yeah, I did hear that too, but I don't. Yeah, since I never played the game, I don't know if the details of the show are the same or different. I've I've played the game. I haven't watched it. It's on my list, but my list is getting longer constantly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Surprisingly, my list is not getting like I, my list is not that long anymore. Like, there's not a lot of games coming out that I'm like oh, I don't no. play that. Like, I'm. I think I think the list Chris was referring to is maybe his TV show list. Yeah, yes. TV show list. That oh, is that list. That list. See, the problem with my TV show list is my TV show list is stuff that Spawn wants to watch with me, but then never fucking wants to watch TV. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the yeah. list just keeps getting we know. longer. We know. And we know. <laughs> like, we had a whole issue with Critical Role when the new se- the new campaign started because you wouldn't watch it. <laughs> well, okay. Um, so, so we gave up on that. We're now watching it independently because he decided to watch Xandria before he started three. And I was like, fuck it, I'm not waiting for you anymore. So I'm watching three and he was watching Xandria. I mean, I don't I blame him. Exa- I mean, I don't blame him. Xandria is fucking yeah. so good. I am behind, though. The, um, the other things that I'm watching, um, we're going through all of MasterChef. We're up to season 10. Which so, one? Because there's America, there's UK, America. there's there's the original. Well, America. So okay. we're up to season America. ten, um, and we are also starting The Bachelor, but no one else seems to be watching that. Except Mandy and I. He keeps asking me, "Are you watching The Bachelor? Why the no, fuck would man, I be watching The Bachelor? I'm not watching The Bachelor. Meth. I get it. I get it at work, but it's for Love Island, and I hate it." <laughs> I mean, it's Love like, Island at least is more entertaining than The Bachelor. Yeah. Love Island is so dumb. It's so dumb, but it's at least a lot more entertaining than The Bachelor. Is at it? least they curse at each other and screw on camera. Kinda. Do they? Kinda. Maybe I gotta check out Love Island. <laughs> Kinda. The, uh, I'm losing this There battle. is a US version. Of, there is a North American version of Love Island. Watch the UK version. It's hilarious. The UK version, yeah. because the UK version, it's the original is always going to be the more entertaining one. The original is um, the better one. The Office. I didn't like either of them. Ghosts. Fair. Fair. I don't like them, but I hear from most people that the US version was better. I like the UK version. I think 
the US version did get better, but not in the beginning because they were just ripping off the UK version. And LB is correct. You are going to get the exact same shit from everybody that Stone got because he watches Survivor. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I have, okay, I can, I have not watched Survivor since like, I haven't watched Survivor Panama. 20 years, probably. I will go into solidarity with Kevin here. I, the only, I watch one reality TV show and it's uh, Below Deck. I don't know why. I can't get enough of it. I like that show, and I'm pissed off because I can't get most of the more current seasons right now. Yeah, my friend in in Iceland had to put it on his Plex because I couldn't get a lot of it here. What is Below Deck? It's it's like a reality. Okay. One person. It's super yachting. So there's there's three of them? Right? uh, There's normal, there's Mediterranean, and there's Down Under. I, no, and then there's there's the sailing one too now. Oh, so, so there's, there's four, four of them now. Okay, because okay, so the ones that I have, here, I don't have, I don't have the normal one. I have Mediterranean, which is amazing. Down under, which is great, and then the sailing one. I haven't watched. I it didn't. Yet. I thought there was only those three. I didn't know there was a fourth. There's an original, yeah. Okay, so basically, it's like you know, like what a charter cruise is, Kevin. Yes. You charter a we're, like, really, we're, we're the really, really expensive, folk. fancy yachts that rich folk um, rent for like okay, a few days. So you, there, there is a misunderstanding. Charter boating is a whole industry that goes from like dinghies all the way up. I've okay, chartered yacht boats level. before. I, I have chartered. You're okay, talking so super say, yacht level. Okay, that's fine yeah. because I'm sitting here like I've chartered fishing boats and you know right. gone out and watched whales and dolphins in the gulf before yeah no, okay, we're, we're, we're we're talking massive super yeah, like yacht. super yacht except for the okay. sailing one which is on a sailing boat but super yacht level and so the show follows the cat like it it the follows captain. the cabin the captain and the cabin crew and what they're doing to like and what the guests are getting up to and, and like holy shit doing and, and yeah one season one season of mediterranean there was there was uh uh, homophobic Russian women, and then they're. Um, oh, I haven't seen that season. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's fun. So, it, they're obviously like super rich people that can afford chartering these super yachts. Yes. Okay. So I yeah. got bored. I got bored watching an episode one time because there wasn't really anything happening in in the episode. So I was like, hmm, I wonder. So I googled. Okay, looked up the charter company that rents the yacht that's on the TV show. $120,000 for a three-day excursion. And that's not, including the, that's not including the tip for the staff. Yeah. And the tip is usually like about 20000 US. Give or take, yeah. Oh, Give or take. God, okay. Yep. That, no, and Kevin, that's a shared cash. tip. Oh, yeah, that's a shared tip. Yeah, they, 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 like, so, so there's typically a captain and then a chief stew with two stewards, and then there's the bowman, the bosun with Bo- about, I was gonna say bosun. Bo- there's a bosun with uh, three to four deck crew, typically. Yeah. Chris, how do you spell bosun? I have no idea. I don't spell. <laughs> Neth, you're from a nautical area. How do you spell bosun? I don't know. I'm not nautical. <laughs> I'm I I am a terrible speller. The doc the doc that's like that's one of the things. Whenever I put something on uh, our list at work, the doctors are like, "Okay, Chris has put that on," because <laughs> because I know I cannot spell. They know they know. That. Isn't it literally just B O S U N? Like it's literally yes. 
but it's also or if you or if you spell boat it the swain. proper yeah because if you spell it the proper way it's it's boat swain yeah b o a t s w a i n yeah that's the that's yeah the like I, I knew I knew boasting came out of that but I was like I don't think they actually spell it the proper way anymore they they spell it just um, so I'm, so I'm going where you are I'm going with Kevin on the, the uh, terrible reality TV shows I'm, I, I'm I don't watch pleasure. any I don't watch any reality TV shows at all. Um, but on the note, actually, Kevin mentioning TV, actually, um, we are finishing up season four of Discovery, Perry and I, right now. Hey! Nice. How are you enjoying that? The first two seasons were the first two seasons are very slow, but they're fun. No, no they were slow. no, they were trash. They were dog shit and trash. I enjoyed I them. Is, is season um, three the one with the mom? Uh, not gonna say. Oh, anything. Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, yeah. Um, not gonna say. Not gonna go into anything like details because I don't know if anybody's watching it or not watching it or whatever. But um, season season one and two. My biggest issue with the whole show so far has just been like the fucking. Um, I I I'm a Mary Sue and I can do absolutely anything. It doesn't matter. And everybody respects me, even though I do bad things, except for that one bad thing I did at the beginning. But then I still got accolades because I did the thing and then everything went all right. Yeah, you don't like Michael. I'm not a huge fan of how they've characterized of how they've done the characterization so far. Not a huge fan. I, I, I will. I will say one thing that I've really enjoyed as the show's progressed is that they are bringing more life to the other characters. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like I've learned more. I because I watched <laughs> my wife and I watched Strange New World before we started watching Discovery. Love Strange right? New World. We, I personally feel like I knew more about the characters on the Enterprise bridge than I did about the characters on Discovery's bridge. Yes, no, I, four seasons agree. of watching I, that show. I one hundred percent agree. They they did they did the 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 bridge officers and other characters a disservice in the first two seasons. They have they have slowly started to pick it up. I wish they would pick it up more. Um. Washigan, one of my she's she is amazing and I want way more screen time for her. Well it's like and then they then they talk about and then they explain something about one of the, the bridge crew and then they just kill him. It's mm. so like you hear you find out about this oh. character's backstory and then you just kill them immediately in the same episode and it's just like okay Yeah, yeah no she okay. that that oh. that was that oh, okay. was okay. That that's was really like, that's that's dumb, but all right, you do you. That was well, really that could also be them learning because I think that no, that's not learning. No, that that's was the worst that was way really, of doing that. That's that was the really no, absolute I, worst way of doing that. What I meant was like that started after they had already done a number of seasons of Discovery. Yeah, that was so they were doing two. ensemble casts from the beginning instead of like learning that they need to get into this ensemble cast from the very beginning of Discovery. It, the problem is it was never an ensemble cast. Is yeah, it was always Michael focus. It was right. it was a focus. It was on, too Michael focus for too long. Yeah, it was a, it was a narrow focus on her and Doug Jones. But that's Doug Jones, and I love Doug Jones and everything he's done. So I, <clears throat> Doug Jones is one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, apparently, and he's also one of the <laughs> he's also about the only actor who can act in like forty pounds of makeup and be perfectly emotive the whole time. 
Yeah, but Can I just say it was it was amazing to see to see him back when Hoc- for Hocus Pocus two. It was amazing to see him back. The um, <laughs> there Discovery has been hit or miss for me. I did like probably the first season. Net- I think I didn't like the second season. The third season was okay. It's it's been off. Net- and on. Net looked very confused. Doug Jones was Billy in Hocus Pocus. Oh, Billy! Okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was you know like, trying Doug to Jones think of like right? who. <laughs> Net, you know who Doug Jones is, otherwise, though, right? I mean, I think he played the Pale Man in Labyrinth. He mm-hmm. was Abe uh, okay, Sapien yeah, in now, Hellboy. Now that I uh, now that I looked him up, yeah, okay, I hundred percent. The name didn't click, but now yeah, that I, I see his picture, yeah, now it clicked. He is Saruin Discovery, and. It, to be quite honest, him and uh, I can never remember her name, the actress that plays Tilly, carry that fucking show. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but they do. I didn't like Tilly that you much. You don't like Tilly? Go fuck not, yourself. I didn't yeah, say I hated yourself. her. Did I say I hated her? <laughs> I didn't say I hated her. <clears throat> it's Sometimes the problem is that when there's Tilly, there's too much Tilly. No, there's never too much Tilly. There's no such thing as too much Tilly. She <laughs> was supposed to be like the annoying roommate and yeah. never really grew out of that, I think. She never grew out of that, but she didn't have to. Like, that was just her charm. I love everything about Tilly. Oh, and uh, Crash, is, Crash is corrected. If, if you see someone bending in inhumane, inhuman ways yeah. on screen and it isn't CGI, it's probably Doug Jones. Because he is, actually a, he is actually a contortionist, and I believe he's also a magician. He's a human slinky. <laughs> yep. So uh, him and Andy <laughs> Well, okay, so Doug Jones, I think I'm pretty sure he's, he's in got what we do in the shadows too. Yes. Can I, um, see who's he go ahead. Can I point out he's we're the, still uh, on what we did in the last two weeks and we haven't actually done mine yet? <laughs> nope. Um, he's the ancient. He played the ancient in what we do in the shadows, the TV series. He's Baron Hannes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's. Yeah, he's so he's a contortionist. I believe he's got Marfan syndrome, and I think he also has that one that goes that very frequently goes with Marfans, where your joints are just like, yeah, they're they're more like the limitations on joints are more of a suggestion and not a rule. Uh, he's Eller, got hyperflexion. Eller, Eller, something or other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eller Dano. Uh, Dan Danlos. I'm, I'm still sitting here waiting for a Star Trek Janeway. Just, just, just saying. Yep. Is that confirmed? Um, no, no, but I want got, it. I want no, it. No, you've you've already got Star Trek Janeway, Chris. Don't, don't called... you dare say Prodigy. I love I actually, Prodigy, and it's really I, I fun, say... and it's so interesting, and the characters are so unique and great. <laughs> but I want more live action Kate Mulgrew. <laughs> okay, I, I'm okay, sorry. So, Kate Mulgrew, so Jamie with my first He doesn't have Mar fans. He has Ellers Danlos, which is the cousin. He does have Ellers Danlos. Yeah. Okay, I was like, I wasn't certain if he had Mar fans, but yeah. yeah. No, it's he, he had. He has Ellers Danlos. Jamie had Slinky She was my introduction to Star Trek, and I love her, and I want more Mulgrew. Um, I would just like you know more Cisco. You know, I have it in my. Office. That's never gonna happen. Let Janeway sit behind a mic. She's getting old. Oh, Kevin, Excuse no. Okay, we're getting canceled me? now. Excuse All right, we're great. Getting great. We're getting fucking canceled. Good job, oh, Kevin. That's where it came from. Good okay. job, buddy. Okay. okay. So why okay, is Chris, it because Chris, she's getting Nep, old that there's Nep, an issue, but we Nep, can have fucking Picard? Yep, two seconds. Yep, two seconds. Okay. Chris, he needs to be in a Chris, cartoon as well. Chris, let's need to go ahead and take our ears out. Let's go ahead and take our mm. ears out, man. Yep. I'm out. <sighs>
Are you no, fucking fun. kidding me? Have fun, guys. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because she's getting old. How old is Catherine Janeway? Because she's getting old. She's 67 years old. I mean, okay, and she's at retirement how, age. How old but... is Picard? How old is Picard? Um, how old is Patrick Stewart? 82 years old. Yeah, okay. So, but she's getting old. They should both. I mean, when do when does acting when do you stop acting? I guess retirement age doesn't really matter. There is no actors. retirement age anymore. Why there is, is no stopping? required. There is no retirement age anymore, Kevin. You are entitled to work as long as you so you shall choose. There is no forced retirement age because I, that is ageist. I agree with LB that Picard should have happened earlier. I'm not recommending any ageism i'm just saying like if she, <laughs> yeah except the sentence that came out of your mouth if she once. wants to sit behind a microphone and do a cartoon let her do that we don't need to push her into live acting she, she wants want to, to do, do live she action. wants to do live action kevin yeah, she wants, she to, wants do it. to do the live action then someone should pick but that up paramount old. should pick that up <laughs> did i say that she was too old she's old. yes you did those are your exact words yeah, she's old. So if she doesn't want to act, <coughs> if I was old, I wouldn't want to act. That's just what I'm saying. But that's just for me. Kate Mulgrew can do whatever the fuck she wants. Put your headphones back on. Let's let's continue. Break me over the coals for one sentence. <laughs> I was ready to cut you. Thank you for 183 mediocre episodes, everybody. That's going to be it for us. Y'all have yourselves a wonderful rest of your lives. We'll be canceled now. Yep. Uh, Kevin said that. No, it's just, uh, nope. We're done today. <laughs> episodes off the rails. Hey, Chris, what have you been playing? <laughs> episode was never on the rails. Oh, what have I been Chris, doing? what have you been up to for the last two and a half months? <laughs> uh, well, uh, personal stuff, that's the break. <clears throat> uh, not going to go into that. Um, I heard you lost a finger. Nor do you have to. I uh, lost, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Compression gloves, so maybe. Um, sorry, can you hold I'm that, that up that again for, for a second? Yeah. Okay, so it's ribbed for your pleasure? <laughs> Uh, it's gripped, so can I can, just, you know, for, your your hand. <laughs> for the just... material, it would just the shit would just slide so, out my hand. Can you so, just move Chris, your hand this... up and down really slowly, so, Chris, so I can, can we, get uh, that for later. Do we do we get to call you the Grip Reaper now? I mean, I struggle with my grip in my left hand, so no. I'm just saying, hey man, now you can switch it up a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, I'm right-handed anyway. It, is it like for carpal or carpal tunnel? Yeah. I mean, we're all. Uh, yeah, I got, like, I I got this when I'm doing. Yeah, I've, I've never seen I've the got, compression one. I got this for when I sleep. I was gonna say you, that's that's the sleeping one because I have the sleeping one. <laughs> so this is for when I'm doing stuff uh, during the day. That's when I'm sleeping. And I think it's like a six month wait for uh, plastics. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> for what? Uh, plastics hand clinic. 
Oh, okay. Six months. You that gosh. you that grip reaper now, boy. You gonna be slaying them dicks all day. Yeah, but it's free, Kevin. I won't have to pay a thing. Um. <laughs> so, uh, whatever. Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, still doing that. Uh, I we at the new housing update just came out. We got all those new wards. The FC just moved out of Imperium, and we're into literally the best plot possible in Shiragane. So we're very happy and excited about that. Um, so you're weebs now. We're we're always weebs. We play Final Fantasy. Um, I was gonna say now, but. <laughs> Uh, I my friend Tom got me back into RuneScape, and I've been playing old school RuneScape like a crazy man. Mm-hmm. We've well, noticed mm-hmm. it's been real fun. I've been loving it. I've made a new Iron Man account as well, and I've been leveling that up. That's real fun. Um, I bought Dragonflight. I enjoyed Dragonflight. It was real fun. I'm I I I stopped playing because I didn't have enough time to do all the things. Didn't have enough time. I was already playing two MMOs. I didn't need a third. <laughs> Valid. Um, and the new ranked season came out for League, and I've been dipping into that, and it's been fun. But there's some drama we're going to talk about League later. <laughs> Is it related to the fact that there's been like six consistent picks the entire LCS, and that's <laughs> no? But we're going to talk about that anyway. I don't watch the LCS, but I have heard a bunch of news stories complaining about the fact that uh, a caster accurately called out in order the first six picks of a professional game. I'm not shocked. Like there's there there is like maybe a champion pool of fifteen for the for the, the what the the pros play. Out of yeah. how many characters? Like two hundred? No, I think it's. I don't think it's two hundred. Yeah, I think it's almost two hundred. It's wow. like 180. Is that a balancing like that. problem, or what's the reason for no, that? No, because here, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and every other and every elo, you see a mix match of champions. Mm-hmm. There are champions that you see more of, but there are champions that you know are just broken, kind of at low elos. Like Master Yi, garbage at top tier, garbage at the higher elos. Low tier, he is a pub stomper. So you see him in almost every game at low tier. It, it it's it all comes down to a, a champion design and all that, but at the same time, because these specific champions are designed in such a way that they it, some it, shit it, just it, broke. Some shit, yeah, that's it. Some shit just broke, and some shit just dumb. Yep, that's the easy way to sum it up. It it's it's riot. Some shit just broke. There's a lot of nuance to it, but the, it comes down to some shit just broke. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we're done with our last couple of weeks. Yep. Finally. Feedback. No, but this is how LB wants it, Chris. LB doesn't want us to no, discuss No, no, no. no. I'm okay with the I'm okay with the, the the conversation was brilliant. We had some disgustingly fun conversations there. It was just long. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like half the show now. That's fine. That's good. That's fine. The conversation's good, Kevin. It was fun. Okay. <laughs> Except when I got cancelled, but well. You did get cancelled, yeah. Yep. Um We have countries yeah. listening to the show, Gav. I, did you know? I did say this was the episode where we we're gonna get cancelled right at the start. I said that. 
Asakuruskan? Yes. Countries listening to the show US, UK, Germany, Sweden, and Canada. Oh, Canada. We went to two different categories. Really long. You went to the national anthem. I went to blame Canada. It's not that long. Oh, Canada. I don't know the words. Uh, Blame Canada with your flapping heads all full of lies? I don't know. Our home and native land. I like I like I like my version of the Canadian national anthem Blame Canada. Isn't your song also like really or is it no, I think it's just the French one that the the actual French anthem itself for the nation of France is like incredibly violent. Oh I mean the Scottish Scottish one's kind of violent. The French national one is like will Till our fields with their blood and shit like that. Hold on, let me get let me get the lyrics for Flora Scotland. I mean, Flora Scotland talks about uh, decimating uh, Proud Edward's army and sending them home. Okay. Um, let's go children of the Multiple fire. Multiple times. Our day of glory has arrived against us. The bloody flag of tyranny is raised. The bloody flag is raised. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. To cut the throats of our sons. What the fuck, France? The French national anthem is fucking metal as fuck. There's four I verses mean, to the Scottish national anthem. It was written during the revolution, so that's not surprising. There's four <laughs> verses to the Scottish national anthem, and every single verse talks about beating the shit out of Edward. <laughs> I approve. Uh, but it's just like, people always forget that France has the winningest record in war in history. France Scott- is... Hmm? Scotland was only composed in the 1960s. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. I'm surprised that the, the, the England let that happen. Okay. Uh, they probably did it to just give them a little bit of just give them a little bit of space. Just like here, have just a little bit of leash. Uh, but yeah, so there is a bunch of shit we were going to talk about today. Um, I think the core of our discussion was gonna be a little bit about some of the OGL stuff coming through and kind of Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast in general. Uh, we did have a couple of little stories that we all kind of wanted to mention at least quickly. Um, so I'll go ahead and start first. Um, so I just had two little things I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with the Dota one first. Um, it's really funny because there's a bunch of really strong teams currently in the DPC, uh, which is uh, division play. Um, and some of the stronger ones are ones that people were expecting to stay within Dota has Dota divisions have two divisions. There's the upper division and lower division, division one, division two. Um for the teams that people were kind of looking at, it's like, oh yeah, these guys are in good shape. They're gonna have a really good spot. They're gonna stick in Div One. They're gonna go through. They probably have a really good shot at the international this year coming up. Uh Boom Esports, um, Team Secret, Fanatic have all been relegated from Div One to Div Two. These are all these are strong div one teams they have all been relegated down to div two and bait b8 
uh, which is the team put together by Dindy, who is a classic uh, Dota 2 player, very strong sort of legacy player, very strong legendary legacy player. Um, they are actually in the process of potentially getting relegated to Div 2 in North America. They moved, they moved to North America to try to secure a, uh, in, a uh, invitation to the major. Uh, North America is seen as a weak region, so it's typically considered a very easy region to get out of uh, if you're a good team. Um, they're currently 0-5. Did they lose? Did their roster change? No, they they they. It's Dendi himself plus uh four. I think it's I think all four of them are EU. Like they're actually EU. A couple of them have been in NA for a little bit and played in the NA region for a while, but all of them are EU players. I think it's one one guy from Poland and four from the Ukraine. <clears throat> Are they just getting yeah. old? What do you think the reason is that they're doing so? Oh poorly? no, they're just getting shit on. They, they 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 don't have a cohesive team play style. I don't think. I think that maybe one of their biggest issues is that their play style is just not cohesive enough. Okay, so they're not playing well as a team. Yeah, they might well, be it's individually like... good players, like sports. That happens a lot. Yep. Where where. You've got your LeBrons and your right. James Hardens and things like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's one really great player. Or it might be like five individually great players, but it's five individually great players. Yeah. yeah, everybody wants the ball. Everybody wants to be the big man. Yep. So <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't watched too much of this DPC yet, especially I haven't watched any of the B8, the bait stuff yet. Uh, the B8 stuff. So I don't know. Um, I need to go watch some of the VODs for that and see what's been going on. Um, but I just find it hilarious that they moved to NA because they're like everybody in the world thinks NA is the easiest region, and admittedly, NA is probably one of the easiest regions. Um, That's funny. and they just they're just getting their asses kicked. It's hilarious to me. It's funny as hell. LB, I assume, is probably typed something about this. No, uh, he no. hasn't. No, shocking. This uh, discussion was for you, LB, by the way. <laughs> Entirely, because none of us was played with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 been really interesting to see how these very established teams or these very strong rosters um are just having such a rough time um team secret is one of the big ones because that just shows how much one of their star players that they lost in this uh, after the end of the last season was so much a part of their major their success that would be um nisha from secret who left secret and i don't i think nisha went to maybe liquid i don't remember nisha went to another team uh, but yeah, so it's just really funny. I'm loving it. It's it's hilarious. Schadenfreude, uh, especially with B8. I'm loving it. I'm hoping they get relegated because I want to laugh my ass off when the goddamn Europeans try to invade North America and North America fights back. 
Um, anybody else have anything else? First time. <clears throat> this is freedom for you right here. I was I was agreeing with you. I said it wouldn't be the first time. I know I'm being mm-hmm. a dick. Um, anybody else have anything real quick they wanted to go over quickly? Um, the very 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 quickly uh, the. 6.3 patch for Final Fantasy 14 uh, went live. Uh, the God God's Revel Lands Tremble patch uh, is the continuation of the story, as well as the addition of the second part of the Myths of the Realm Alliance raid. Uh, and it is also had a significant Paladin rework for the actual job itself. Introduced the new Ultima Ultimate. Uh, and a new story-based trial. It's uh, been very fun. Highly recommend everyone tries out all the new things. How has this expansion been compared to other expansions so far? Um, f- Consistent I, quality, from what I understand. Yeah, no, I think that there, there's there's been technical issues. Um, there's been some major technical issues in regards to like, the housing systems. Where Long-term or new- fixed quickly? Oh, uh, they were they were the problems were discovered quickly. Systemic issues is also part of yeah. The problem. the problems were discovered quickly, but uh, it took a couple of weeks to actually fix the problem. So the whole housing lottery system had to be put on hold. Um, mm-hmm. But they made so the way that they fixed it essentially, there was a bug that stopped the house the the winners of the housing lottery being pushed to the live server. And it told a lot of people, oh, you didn't, no one won, even though there was winners. That information was saved and kept. They fixed the problem, and then they re-pushed that information to the live servers. So everyone who was supposed to win, won. Oh, wow. So it wasn't a case of there was a new lottery pulled. Everyone who was supposed to win got what they were supposed to get. So there was problems, but they were fixed. Um mm-hmm. So there's been systemic issues. That's the best way to put it, Gav. Thank you. The actual content itself and the story has been they they are they are yet to have a failure when it comes to the MSQ this expansion and the side stories have been enthralling. the The Mess of the Realm Alliance raid story has been really really interesting. Um, the held the fact that we've got more Hildebrand stuff is great. I'm loving it. I love any time there's new Hildebrand content. Can I just say, having more Hildebrand stuff would actually be what would be likely to bring me back because I fucking love those storylines. There's a Hildebrand pat, uh, quest every patch, Neth. I, I know, but I haven't played in so long. Pull right? your finger and get it sorted. I just want to state a correction that I misrepresented LB's thoughts on Picard. Okay. I so I enjoyed the time I spent with 14. Yeah. Um my biggest issue right now is Yoshi P telling people it's not going to come out on PC just buy a PS5 about 16. That's my biggest problem right now. What? Um, so when 16 was originally announced, it mentioned that it was going to be on PC. And that apparently was some kind of gaffe that wasn't intended. Um, and Yoshi P 
did a live stream a little while back um, talking about something else. It wasn't 16 related, but somebody asked him about 16. And it's like, when can I expect to see 16 on PC? And he's just like, don't buy a PS5. <laughs> Y'all have phones. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's 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 what a lot of people say that the energy of that response was. So he actually has quite a few people like not happy with him, which is impressive because usually everyone's happy with your shippy. What? Yeah, okay, I'll just go buy a <laughs> fuck. No. Yeah, no, that that that's that's a very um tone deaf type of answer. Well, and then the so the response that some people have given in defense of him has been that <laughs> A, it was not <clears throat> pardon me. It was not a stream about 16. Yep. And it was during a Mahjong tournament. He was doing a Mahjong stream. Like 14 uh, Mahjong? 14 Mahjong. He was doing a Mahjong stream for 14. And yeah, and people were asking him questions about 16. He's just like, don't expect it by a PS5. Why would I talk about PC specs for a PS5 game kind of thing? I don't have I all that information in front of me. I, 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 regardless I, I, of the type of stream he's running, if, I if you don't want to answer those questions, you say, hey, I'm not answering those questions today. Not, I'm going to go buy a PS5. Regar- regardless i will say it it's not his fault that someone who did the initial trailer put a pc logo on there and they shouldn't have okay except if it logo. really was a mistake how many how many people would have had to review that and approve it before it actually went live not just one person that has hands on something like that no and that's fair but it, it was a mis- it was a mistake it, sh- it shouldn't have been there it happened no, that's the problem. We don't fucking know. And it's Squeenix. You can't fucking tell with them. That's kind of true. And, and, and PlayStation exclusives that everybody's always pissed off about PlayStation exclusives. Yep, we all hate exclusivity. And we don't know. Ooh, I'm so when, over exclusivity. When or if a PS5 exclusive, a PlayStation exclusive goes to PC. We don't know. When it could did, be three months. It could be a month. It could be to, a year. When did 15 go to PC? Uh, that, was, that took a while. 15 took a long while to come to PC, if I remember correctly. I'm checking the dates. Uh, okay, so so it, launched, it launched on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on November 29th, 2016. And then it hit Windows March 6th, 2018. Yeah, so it took two years for 15 to come out. Now, the other question is, um, you need to look at the other PlayStation exclusive games too. God of uh, War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man. Okay, so... Horizon Zero Dawn initially released in 2017 on PS4. Uh, Long story short, I fucking hate goddamn. I fucking hate shit about exclusivity, and I don't trust a goddamn word that comes out of anybody's mouth because they're all fucking lying through their teeth and talking through both sides of their mouth. Like, I don't care if he says just buy a PS5. I'm, I'm totally fine August with that. August 2020. So, yeah. so, 
Spider-Man PS4 uh, was uh, September 7th, 18 for PS4. And then uh, uh, PS5 two years later. And then Windows two years after that. Yeah. So people are understandably wanting to know when 16 will be on PC. They understandably want to know. Well, I mean, okay. Last of Us released on PlayStation on June 14th, 2013 Mm -hmm. comes out on Steam in two months. Yep. Ten fucking years! (laughs) Almost ten years, yep. Um, And Elby does bring up a very good point. He says that everyone wants devs to be honest until they say something that they don't like. Yep. I mean, how many, like, let's face it, being a PC gamer, you have to monkey around with your PC a lot to get it to work sometimes. You know, it doesn't work as well out of the box as PlayStation or Xbox. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Do you not? Do you remember the red ring of death for fucking Xboxes? They, literally one thing could brick it. And that the was poor manufacturing. Them, yeah. That's true. That was but poor manufacturing it's, and design. PC is far less plug and play. And I mean, it's getting better over the years, but it's still. What still I don't know to... what you're talking plug about. Play. PC is incredibly plug and play. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're buying it you... from Dell, I guess maybe. No, motherfucker! <gasps> it's Legos. It is fucking Legos. You boot it up and you let the drivers load, and you're good to go. I I don't know. I think I think a lot of people still. Um, think it's harder than just buying and plugging in a PlayStation or an Xbox. There's I there's mean, a barrier to entry and it might not be a barrier to entry for us, but I think for a lot of like normies it is. Did you just use normies? the word normies, just normies in just normies? in a non-ironic what? context? Normies. What? Yeah. Also does Dell still exist? Also yes, are we are alien we alien really? Dude, you're going to oh, really? Are we considered <laughs> not normies? Are we considered not normal? Yes. I guess. None of us here are normal. <laughs> Normie. I, yes, I believe. We've spent believe 183 episodes doing a podcast about this crap. We're not normal. That's fair. <laughs> not not, not going to lie, he's not wrong. Oh, yeah, he's God. not wrong on that one. <laughs> he ain't wrong. <coughs> I... Yeah, LB says that PCs have been easy for over a decade. I uh... I was I I I think I I think they are. I think they have been for a very long time. They are very plug and play nowadays. Now, I will say, I do know plenty of people that are terrified of the thought of doing anything to their computer. Oh, I am. I, I am terrified of it. <laughs> I I'm not. No. no. I have zero fear. Like I, I don't even remember to discharge static off my body half the time. Me. I'm fucking around. I'm sitting for there. That. I'm sitting there. Fucking, I'm, I'm sitting there prying shit off of my board with a fucking screwdriver. And I'm I like, had. No, it's, to, fine. it's all. Good. I got. I got new RAM for my computer, and I had to get Merc to walk me through it because <laughs> I was too scared to do it wrong. It's like yeah. to me, it's like I have zero fear of fucking around with my computer. I I can pull. I have no side panels on my on my tower. I could just pull the whole thing out and just go monkeying in there if I really wanted to. Crashes like, crashes five year old students use Linux. Well, it's like yeah, and it's not even like we're asking people to use Linux. We're not even asking people to sideload games through through wine or something. Okay. Oh my God. 
we're just asking people to plug the power cord in, hit the switch, plug your, make sure your Ethernet's plugged in, and download Steam. The computer will handle 99% of everything else. Some computers come with Steam pre-installed. Yeah. Your computer will handle 99% of the problems. This is not the era of having to set, like, having to set jumpers and on, you know, an old IDE hard drive, you know? This is having to get in and monkey around with the BIOS settings to make sure everything's done correctly. Nine times out of ten, as long as you put the right components in the right places, your computer's fine. There's also a lot of, like, I saw yesterday in Walmart, there's, like, a PC gaming section now. And they're selling actual like PC gaming machines, like out of box. Here yep. it is. Mm-hmm. Like Amazon does it. Azure does it. Like uh, Tiger Direct, iBuyPower, yeah. PC World, like, Curry's, Argo. I remember when everything was just a, a beige box, and you walked into Best Buy even, and it was just like, "Here's your computer section." I we most of us remember that, except for Chris. It's okay. <laughs> But yeah, so I, it has gotten it has gotten better, but it's like, yeah, it's I still think that it's intimidating to some people. It is. No, I will say I will say that it is intimidating to some people because some people don't understand and they've been taught that, oh, it's this magic box that is it's full of electricity and mm-hmm. angry pixies and you can't know what and you need you need a computer science degree to understand how it works. No, motherfucker, it is. Legos. It is yeah. fucking pieces fit where pieces fit. This is not the era of like every single expansion port being the exact same thing. After after Merc walked me through putting the RAM in, I'm way more confident. But like, yeah. like I needed that. Piece- I needed I needed that first jump to be that to be confident. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. We <laughs> there's no PS2 ports anymore. Fuck you. You don't have to make sure your shit's plugged in correctly like that. The worst you might have is a mic and a headset uh, box 3.5 yeah. millimeter jack. Those that's aren't even really a thing anymore. I, I still have them on the front of mine, but that's because I put them there. I wanted them there because I like having a separate mic one. But yeah. And then it turns out my fucking mic's USB, so it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Most mics are USB <laughs> now, so... Right. If I really wanted to, I could go buy an XLR adapter. I could go buy an XLR dongle for my USB port and use XLR. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's fucking easy as shit, but people still have this conception that it is like this. It is wizardry. It is some sort yeah. of dark magic to make a computer work. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's like, no, the RAM can only go one way. There's literally only one way to put the RAM in, guys. Mm-hmm. There, there's a notch in the RAM that means you can't put it in backwards. Yep. Yeah, that, that, I was scared of doing that exact thing, and then Merck said, told me that exact thing. There, there's a notch. You can't do it wrong. You cannot do it wrong. It's All like, you well, have to make sure is yeah, make sure you seat it fully. That's it. Right. You got to push it down, and it can flex Which the I motherboard. Which I the first time. Right. Yep. Well, and then, and it's like, I get it. There's like, there are things like, yes, you have to like push really hard to seat a RAM stick. RAM damage. <laughs> It terrifies Ram only goes in one way, sounds like quitter talk. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Hey, every, every USB port is a USB port USB C port if you try hard enough. Um, yeah. I, mean, I I've put in RAM before and when I did it for the first time on like 
a motherboard that wasn't in a case and it like flexed my whole motherboard and i was like oh shit yep. i broke you get thing. worried about that yeah. it's like yeah you flex it and you hear maybe like a little creak from one of the standoffs and you're like oh yeah. god did i fuck something up nah now i'm just like i'm just like okay bitch go in boom and i just push the whole fucking thing <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> i do not give a fuck i know that it's gonna be fine I know that that PCB is a resin PCB. It has got a lot of flex in it. Let's talk about one of our other stories, because we've still got that whole conversation about the OGL to have. Yes, okay. we do. Um, <laughs> um, Kevin? I got a quick one. Um, earlier this week, there was a, a game announcement from Bethesda on a new game coming out called Redfall that will be released in May. They released gameplay footage. They showed one of the quests. It's basically a zombie, a zombie shooter with RPG elements in it. There's four different character classes. They have skill trees. You'll be able to do single player or co-op missions. It looks super fun, and I'm down for shooting zombies with guns. Sounds interesting. Yeah. It's... it's out... a zombie shooting zombies with guns? Yeah. It's kind of like that, but first-person shooter. And, Neff, there is a sniper class, and it's going to be free day one on Game Pass. <gasps> Ooh. Cool. Mm -hmm. That I'm sounds really fun. I'm down for free. <laughs> I am always down for free. Well, right? <laughs> what? Free? I'm in. <laughs> it'll be out May 2nd. So. Anyway, if you haven't checked that out, I'll put a link in the show notes. There. That was my uh, one. This 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 is me gonna this is me being uh my uh, whole shrill plug thing. If you have Game Pass, don't forget to uh, attach your League of Legends account and your Riot account to get all the free things. <laughs> nice. Yep, we oh, talked yeah, about it's, this it's already listed on um Game Pass. You get you get all the League of Legends champions. You get uh, a couple skins, some stuff for TFT. You get uh stuff all the champions in Valorant. You get you will be getting all the champions in World Rift. Uh, and you'll get extra packs in Rintera. Um, cool. Chris, did you want to like jump through those two real quick? Kevin, go through that. I go through my last yeah. one, and then we talk a little bit about OGL at that point. Yeah. Right, so, Chris, yeah. speaking of League of Legends, uh, there was a controversy when the Seasons 13 started. <laughs> so, every single year, we have had the every single oh in recent years we have had these massive, awesome cinematics with a, with great with great new songs, built into the opening of the new season. That didn't happen this year. <laughs> we were very sad and very annoyed about it. Um, we got a a high res pan view from the blue side of Summoner's Rift to the red side of Summoner's Rift with some quotes and a little bit of background music. They did fuck all. People were not happy. Right, I had to full on apologize for this. They had to full on apologize. Um, seeing the uh, they missed the mark. Which, yeah, they mm. did. They did. Um, we launched the cinematic as part of season start every year since 2018, uh, and no, and and make no mistake, everyone, everyone on league knows how much love. Oh my god, I cannot English. Gav, help me. <laughs> okay, do, it, do it in Scottish. <laughs> I'll do it in Scottish. 
Uh, make no mistake, everyone in the league knows how much you love them, and so do we. This year, there were some unprecedented... I hate that word. I fucking hate that word. I've heard it so much. Uh, unprecedented. Unprecedented circumstances that had us choose an alternate approach for the season tw- 2023 video. However, we believed it could still embody League's broad universe and competitive spirit while celebrating the start of the new season. But we've heard your feedback. There was a lot. And we want to acknowledge uh, Brink of Infinity missed the mark of action-packed champion-led trailer you expected and has led to further speculation about our investment in League. Essentially, the trailer got got to the point where people were like, do they even give a damn anymore? We're, they don't. We're cutting down on champions. We're cutting down on VGUs. Um, there, there's a lot of stuff missing. The, 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 uh, these passes, the battle passes that they bring out are essentially the exact same every time. There's no real innovation to them. So yeah, there's been a lot of backlash about that, and in turn. Um, one of uh, we had the head of I think it was the head of uh, League of Legends and one of their developers did a sit down video where it was literally the two of them sitting in the office with a vi- with a camera phone recording it, saying we fucked up. Here's 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 the plan. Here's what we're gonna do. And they listed off some really interesting stuff that sound inter- that people have been actually asking for. Whether they do those things story but we'll see some of those things including just a redesign of the battle pass system to give us some more actual fucking you know content with it because as much as as much as i hate battle passes leaks battle pass systems actually really good a lot of you get a lot of it on the free track a crap ton of it on the free track leaks battle pass system is pretty good so they're actually going to innovate on that a little more i just hope that you know, they actually invest. What do you what do you think is like behind this story though? Are they just looking at the numbers and being like, hey, we're not making as much money, we're gonna pull developers off of it and trim down our content in the future? No, I there was a there was a there was a big developer shift during the pandemic where they lost a lot of people um uh basically people who wanted to continue working from home or wanted to look for other jobs based on the fact that they were just working from home the whole time, you know, mm-hmm. new horizons, try other things. Um, and they've only just started, they've only just managed to build their team back up. So there has been a lot of problems. I'm not saying there hasn't been problems, but when you're, when you, you, you normally have these massive action packed champion focused cinematics, people expect that to continue. If you're not, if you don't tell us, you know, we're not doing that. Then we expect it. They also didn't, in regards to the actual season launch, they didn't tell anyone the season was launching. Hmm. No, seriously, the only reason we knew the season was launching was because Riot Bright, uh, Bright Right tweeted season launches on the tenth, and then it didn't actually launch till the eleventh. By the way. So their PR was just really bad about this. Like they uh, they have completely fumbled the ball on the entire season launch. Yeah. Um, it was also the longest pre patch we've had in a very long time. Pre patch I think was about three months. Normally it's about a month and a half. Hmm. 
they're they're they've made a lot of mistakes. I'm just hoping that the uh, RA uh, visual upgrade does well and the Aurelian Soul gameplay upgrade does well. Because at the minute they need some wins. They need some wins. Uh, moving very quickly to my last one, just because it's 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 potential. It's it's a quick one. Uh, Vo- uh, Critical Role uh, has signed a multi uh, multi year deal with Amazon Studios and has announced the Mighty Nine series. Uh, so we currently have uh, airing every Friday on Amazon Prime the season two of Legends of Vox Machina, uh, and the, there was a. Uh, renewal for a third and potentially fourth season of that and we will now be getting eventually a Mighty Nine series as well as other media not entirely limited to the Critical Role universe from uh, the Critical Role team. So I'm very excited. I'm 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 just very excited for more uh, Critical Role stuff because uh, the Mighty Nine was a great campaign and they got some really great characters from that. So, cool. I don't really care about Critical Role stuff. So, I know just you being don't. Here. Just being honest here, I know you don't. It, I, it I, got I, real quiet, so I felt like I had to break the awkward silence because you was, know dead air on radio. I was waiting for the next person to bring in their next topic. Hey, that'd be Kevin, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think this is one that Neth and I might have some input on. I was going to say the two of you should definitely have some input on this. <clears throat> we have got some news in the Call of Duty arena. Um, basically, they're making a lot of changes to Warzone to make it look or to make it feel a lot like the original Warzone game. Um, this article coming to you from Eurogamer. Link will be in the show notes. Uh, first of all, Gulag is going back to one on one. It is currently two v two. I do not enjoy the current Gulag. I, I don't. I don't like no. it. You're going to get a larger cash reward if you win the Gulag, and there will be cash spawning on the ground in the Gulag that you can pick up. So you come Damn. out of the Gulag mm. for, with more money. Come more money i'm good with cash spawning on the ground just eh. <laughs> um okay continue cash rewards are going to be reduced for completing contracts but they are going to increase the piles of cash on the ground to the minimum of 800 per cash pile and you're going to be able okay. to find cash in like cash registers and stuff but they're no longer going to be in basic and legendary supply boxes. So like cash registers and lockers and things okay, like that so, will have cash. Okay, so they're reducing what you get from contracts. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you're going to be able to get cash is cash registers or what's on the ground. There's going to be none in boxes anymore. Not right. Or other. So <laughs> okay. You're going to have to actually like look for cash. Um, okay. That's, this- yeah, okay. This is the thing that I'm most looking forward to. They're shifting away from loot windows and menus to floating loot for everything. Everything will drop on the ground. Huh? You don't have, like, when you kill someone, you have to root through their backpack 
that's going away. Everything is going to drop on the ground when you kill someone. It's going to be like Warzone 1, where everything yeah. just kind of like vomited oh, on the ground around them. Yeah. yeah. I like going through their backpacks. <laughs> that's honestly, that's oh, a bit of a pain in the dick. Yeah, I was going to say, that would annoy the fuck out of me. I, I mean, it is a pain in the ass, but I don't know. I, I somehow find it satisfying going through someone's backpack. Like, yeah, so I'm stealing this, your shit. So is no. this just Warzone or is this DMZ also? This will probably be DMZ as well. Um, okay. This also affects, like, looting things in the world. Like, a locker, It's you're not going to be able to open a locker and look in the locker. It's just going to, like, vomit things onto the ground. What? Yeah, no, everything like is just going to... So it's all going back to season one, essentially. Basically. Oh, now I have a sad. I like. I like. Nick, you're the only one that likes this. (laughs) (laughs) You are the only one that likes this. Um, there's no. (laughs) Neth. Sorry. There's there's gonna be no longer different size backpacks. Everyone's just gonna get and keep a small backpack. So you won't be able oh, to store an no, extra that's gun. that's fucking bullshit. Oh, that's no, bullshit. no, no. That's because bullshit. the whole point of getting the medium and then the is that you had the extra gun slot that you could take an extra gun. You had, especially for DMZ, you had, like, extra capability of getting more keys. That's... Well, mm, people, what people were no. doing in Warzone was... I don't know if this is DMZ or Warzone specific, but... In Warzone, they were like just having a bunch of kill streaks and a bunch of medical supplies in their backpack. Yeah. And like hoarding yes. them. So you have like three precision yes. airstrikes. People didn't like that. Um the people getting hit by them might not have liked it, but as the person who was fucking hoarding them and using them all, I thought it was great. Can I can I just point out she's now defending something that other people, you know, didn't like when she just had that whole issue with the, you know. L- v- vomiting yeah. out yeah see this is just, why just, i love just this just pointing out right. um, okay and, and in all honesty i'm okay with it if it's warzone only if if they do that and it applies to dmz where dmz you only get guns for your next run by what you exfil with that, that is be a big that, that is a big detriment i yeah. think so i think that these are sounding like warzone only changes to yeah me. I, I, and mm-hmm. I, and i'm hoping that's the case if it's warzone only changes i'm okay with these changes if it's dmz which is played differently than warzone mm-hmm. oh and well and then you have the wipe coming for dmz also when the season changes oh really which yeah which that bothers me because like you there's so many missions and it takes so long to get them done oh it better and not wipe our missions they're wiping the missions and you start over from level one that i have a problem with it's not like it's a battle pass it's like leave the missions alone add more missions on at a higher level if you want like for dmz mm-hmm. but don't wipe the shit that people's like it that's yeah yeah they, I think, like they should just not call it beta then, if because there's like there's well, like yeah, uh, words that people no, are a, going through. If it's a beta, that makes sense. You expect a beta, and maybe isn't going to be permanent, right? Well, I mean, yeah, technically, but it, DMZ is a beta. It if, does say beta. Yeah, it says beta. If I'm working towards a specific gun charm, for example, that's in one of the later missions for White Lotus, then like. Now I have to redo all those missions from scratch to get there again. Like, 
if the if that gun charm's still there next season. Oh. So okay, so it says um Ugh. Infinity War recently revealed that player progress will be wiped when season two goes live next month for DMZ. Um, God, you're too happy. <laughs> Basically takes money. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, so a lot of and it, it said like a lot all new missions are coming including a refresh of your current faction mission progress and an inventory reset. So all of your guns and keys are gone too. So fucking use them now. That that I don't care as much about because it's, it's, it's so for DMZ, it is a whole white. You will have no contraband. You will have no extra insured slots. If you unlock your insured slots, your insured slots are going away. Your contraband's going away. Yep. Everything's you, going away. Okay, but hold on. Did you pay for any of these things with real money? No, 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 no. Okay, no, then, you, then that's fine. It, yeah, it but, is what it is. It, it's a lot of a grind to get to it's the It's a point. season Even, reset. So the thing that most people are upset about is their insured slots. That's the yeah. thing that yeah. most people are upset about because it is a very long grind to like, unlock I, the second I, and third yeah, insured yeah. slot. I think I'm the furthest of all of us for mm-hmm. missions. And, and you're I only on like even, tier four. No, I, I just just started tier three, and I don't have my second insured slot yet. The thing, and is, I'm the furthest of all of us. Isn't this supposed to be a beta though? Isn't it supposed to be testing? Yeah. So, like you, the you weren't. Yeah, you're right. You so, expected to lose this. Oh yes, no, I, I I expect this. And LB brings up something that I was gonna mention also is that Tarkov, which DMZ is clearly inspired by, it's an extraction based mission mode, mm-hmm. is six month wipe cycle. Okay, they wipe see, everything every six months. But the argument that people are making is that wipes were never communicated that were the, blah, 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 blah. it was never oh, communicated that wipes would even be a possibility in DMZ whereas in Tarkov it's communicated up front that it's a six month wipe cycle. It but at the same time that's a beta. 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 I'm just yeah. going to keep saying beta. I mean Tarkov is still technically in beta also I think too. I, yeah. I is. mean I think the best thing that the takeaway from this discussion is provide feedback to Activision and hopefully with enough feedback, they'll make changes. No, they have to commit to this. They have to commit to this. If they don't, it would be a case of the next time there's a wild beta, all of that must be carried over. Well, they're, no. They're, 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 how, no, how, no, 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 no. You know how gamers are, Kevin. You set a precedent and they will t- you give them an inch, they take a mile. Not even they gamers. Have- if a precedent is set up in any kind of courtroom in any part of this, the world, that is used. Yeah, it's a precedent. They what have a, to. Yeah, my, my feedback would be ground. like not to uh, reset mission progress, for example, if they do this but again in the future. But then what do but you have to work beta. for? What do you have to work forward to besides just going in Add and doing more missions game? on the higher end? Don't take away the missions you've already completed. I get that. Yeah. I understand. But again, <laughs> beta are they going to spend all that time developing the mission structure for the beta or are they going to make sure the game mode actually works and things don't fly into boxes that you can't access when you throw something on the ground <laughs> that might be a little bit more important i would think i like Which, crash crash says he's going to make all his D, say all his dnd games are in beta and start doing six month tpks <laughs> I'm go, sorry, Crash. Crash. As someone who's been in your games, you don't kill characters unless they ask you to kill them. <laughs> anyway, I moving. Kill characters for fun. Moving, moving I on. I need a cookie. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Well, that 
fills the rest of my discussion because all right gavril they're going to have customizable Bye. perk packages right now oh, you can't that's do nice, that actually yeah. that's actually very nice i don't like the i don't like the the you have to select a perk pack a pack, pre-existing yeah. a pre-selected pack mm-hmm. i'm not a fan of that they said that there may be some perks that aren't available and they would bring them back slowly reintroducing them slowly over time so. all i care about is being able to go double time overkill uh ghost and then whatever that one that makes it so you can't be seen on thermal is uh, that's ghost. right no no there's another, there's one. another one there's cold-blooded cold-blooded cold blooded, yeah. mm-hmm. All so, I yeah. care about is getting double time, cold blooded, overkill, and ghost in the same perk package, and I don't give tracker. a fuck else. What I else. like having tracker. Well, you, you can't nice. get You're, overkill but, and but ghost. But you, in the you same never could get overkill and ghost in the yeah. same one. Even in the original one, you could never get overkill and ghost in the same thing. You had I to know. have two different. That's that's what I would really like. Is what I'm saying, because I I know they're mutually exclusive, but overkill is not a with this new fine with because the way they've tiered the perks now. Because yes. the perks yeah. are on different Actually, tiers. Ghost, because Ghost is a final tier bonus. You're right. Perk. You're right. I'm, I'm logging in just because I think you can actually build your own set of okay. four that you can. Well, the, well not in. It's DMZ coming in or season two Warzone. for DMZ and Warzone. Or, Maybe uh, for no, multiplayer. <laughs> Maybe you can do that in multiplayer. Yeah, you can do that. But in, in Warzone, you can't build your own perk package. Correct. You have to select the pre-selected pack. Correct. Mm-hmm. In Warzone, Neff, I'm reading it right here. Customizable perk packages are coming in Warzone 2. Like, in multiplayer, you can set your own perk packs. In Warzone, okay. you have to select the I know pack. I've made my own perk pack. Yeah, you've done that in multiplayer. But in Warzone, you have to select the, the, the predetermined packs they have. Okay. The next change is the price of loadout markers are going to be reduced so you should be able to like buy your loadout 32,000 now or something like that currently it's in Warzone super expensive it's yeah. 8,000 per person in your group Ooh. okay yeah that's yeah. Uh, so that's a lot. so in if you're running duos it's 16 right? trios it's 32 mm-hmm. no 24 24 quads, and, quads, and yeah. quads it's 32 yeah okay so it's 8,000 per person in the group is how it works Next, That's a bit rough, yeah. Yeah. Um, next is everyone starts with three plate vest. Go figure. I'm, I mean, I'm, we ha- didn't we have I'm, that before? I think so. Um, yeah. I think Warzone was three plate. Like Warzone one was three plate default. I don't yeah, think there I were don't, plate carriers in Warzone one. I don't know if you're going to be able to like start with three plates on. I think you'll have the ability to do a max of three plates. But anyway, yeah, I, I think, think I, I, I think plate carriers were three plate by default in Warzone. Right. So, yeah, this this is a good change. I think that there's a lot of people that probably wouldn't even consider engaging in a fight unless they found a three plate vest. Because, or a two plate at the very least. Right. Yeah. You don't sometimes feel you can like just get a... cracked. Right. Some 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 kid on a fucking on mainlining yeah. fucking Red Bull just fucking drops you with a signal fifty headshot and drops you <laughs> down immediately if you're not three plate. You know. Right. Correct. Who would drop just people like... with one shot with a sniper rifle? <laughs> yeah. And 
the final change here buy stations will be easier to access with added spawn points and static spawn points across the map which i think is great because how are you going to learn the map if the spawn points are and the if everything randomizes every time yeah because there was one i think that actually i think that encourages you to learn the map more if they don't have a static point because then you have to be able to make your call outs much more efficiently it's like oh i got it on the south side of almazra city uh over by the bank or we've got a buy station over on rohan oil west side but there was one time where we were like pinned down somewhere and i needed a buy station really bad and i was like oh it's around this corner here and i went there and it wasn't there and i was like what the fuck like it just it feels bad on a roof somewhere yeah it's just spawned on a roof somewhere in a corner yeah i get that i understand that i think that it would be i think that if i think that forcing them to spawn on ground level would be a compromise oh the fact that they're in buildings and shit and it it's a lot harder than warzone was i think because sometimes they were i kind of like that some some of them it's nice that they're in buildings though because when it's getting spicy but it gives you cover for a few seconds I like the the challenge it gives the risk reward. Yeah, yeah, I like that because it's like, OK, every single buy station is exterior and it can only be accessed from the outside. There's sight lines everywhere. It's like, OK, am I safe here or is there some asshole over in the ATC over there that's aiming down at me or is there oh, some jackass? Asshole. <laughs> is there some jackass on the top of the radio tower taking pot shots at as I'm trying to use this buy station? Yeah, there's no, always yeah. an asshole. Frequently, you and I are the assholes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> I'm the asshole that's just spraying with an LMG straight down. So uh, you guys just want to like camp this buy station here and uh <laughs> Yep. <laughs> or a DMZ. Oh, let's camp the Xville. <laughs> we'll just go camp the Xville. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be all right. But yeah, I no, think um, I'm gonna I have think... a Pavlovian response to towers for a few days. <laughs> like Fuck. We some guys spent fifteen minutes camping us. No, no exaggeration. Literally fifteen fucking minutes. We had no snipers available to us, and they just spent fifteen minutes camping us. Yep. Out of a radio because they were on top of a radio tower, and Mm -hmm. we were down doing a mission. And yeah, they just dropped Neth and Nim real fast, and I'm just sitting there running around. I'm like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. (laughs) I'm going and doing the mission just to get the X-Fill credit. Not going to lie, dude had brilliant shots. I can't even be mad. But at the same time, like, dude, go fucking do something. 15 15 minutes is ridiculous. LB's like, so you mean half a Tarkov match? Like, Like it got to the point that I like, they were like, we don't think we're going to be able to get you. And I'm like, just fucking go. I've given up on you guys being able because where my body was. There was no cover, so it was like, just fuck off, like go exfil without me. I get it that you guys can't you? get me. They did. No, no I so was, dead. was dead. Dead. So oh, in DMs, remember oh, you in can, DMZ, yeah. you mm-hmm. right. It just takes longer. You can if they're not from the yeah. Um, I was I found a deployable cover and was able to get Nim up, <laughs> but then Nim still died on the exfil anyways because we got ambushed at exfil. Oh, yeah. God, that's a rough match. You guys got. I oh, dropped was... two guys. I dropped two guys getting out of Xville and killed them. But yeah, and 15, then I didn't get fifteen their minutes. These guys just like just picked off shots from from this yeah. fucking radio tower. And we're sitting there like it's gonna be real fucking spicy getting out of here because we're gonna be going to one of the last Xville locations. It's gonna be clear. 
<laughs> so this is going to be rough. This is going to be spicy. And yeah, we got jumped at Xville mm. by a solo and a trio. I dropped a solo. I dropped one of the trios and then I didn't fuck with the other guys because I was just sitting there with an LMG. I'm just like, I'm going to fucking shoot people. I'm going to fucking shoot people. I'm going to fucking shoot people. <laughs> Gav, did you did you tell Neth about your Russian national anthem uh, run in? Oh, fucking we were playing a game uh, this real quick before we jump into the, the actual OGL discussion, because this has been an hour and 40 minutes of us just talking. Um, I haven't eaten. I know Chris needs to eat, too. He's a big boy. He needs to eat. Well, and also it's dinner time for him, so he needs yeah. to eat. <laughs> um, we um we were playing a game, and it was I think it was Nim, Kevin, and I. Was it okay. the three of us, Kevin, or was it just no? You it was and just I? you and I. It was just Kevin and I doing a duo in DMZ, and Kevin gets dropped. I'm hiding in a building, just kind of watching my sight lines, and all of a sudden, I get the Russian national anthem at 150 decibels playing through uh, <laughs> proximity chat, chat. Yeah. and then they rush in, kill me because I can't fucking tell where the hell they are. Because they fucking hit me with the goddamn Russian national anthem at two hundred fucking decibels, <laughs> and I'm like, I I I blast them on on prox chat, and I'm like, guys, really? And they're just like, you're probably a virgin, <laughs> and that's the okay. end of it. Yeah, and I'm just that like, was, that was their insult. You're yeah. a virgin. Okay. It's like it I was want really to turn weird. prox. I want to turn <laughs> oh prox chat God. off because I'm tired of that because of the fucking noise. But at the same time, I also want to keep Prox chat on so I can find where oh people are. Oh my god! Are. So, so in keeping with like shenanigans on Prox chat, the funniest thing that I have seen happen so far is someone say on Prox chat, "Xbox turn off," and then a whole bunch of people go, bop, 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 and drop the fucking game. <laughs> wow! Uh, All it's right, like let's... if you don't have headphones. Guess what's getting broadcasted <laughs> to your room? Yep. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying. Let's let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the OGL stuff, uh, so Chris can go ahead and do his thing. Yep. Oh, um, that's me. Do you want to lead us off, Chris? <coughs> uh, what are the coaster scumbags? <clears throat> I mean, I knew that. A little more. That's a way to start with it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that based more. on Magic the Gathering. That's how we start with it because it's true. Let's be let's be frank and honest here. That's how we start, because it's fucking true. Yep, he's not wrong. <laughs> okay, so... A little history lesson. Go for it, you do the history lesson. A little history lesson. Back in third edition, I want to say it was... Um, third, yep. Yeah, third edition, they introduced what's called the OGL, which is the Open Gaming License 1.0. 1.08. Open, 1.08, yes. Open Gaming License basically states that the SRD, which is the source reference document, which is the core rules of Dungeons & Dragons, the basic core rules is an open source, well, not an open source. It is a sort of like Creative Commons. It's, you can use it in anything that you are doing. As long as it's, you know, there's accreditation, whatever, blah, 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 blah. As long as you have this OGL on your book. Correct. As long as you mention the OGL. Um, This leads to a massive upswell of various minor publishers that published Z&D 3.0 and D&D 3.5 edition content. Uh, this is also what led to the creation of Pathfinder in the beginning, because Pathfinder is a heavily modified version of Dungeons and Dragons, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons 3. Uh, 3.5, I should say. Um, it's how most uh, tabletop RPGs have sprung um, up. Yep. Yeah, so you get Paizo Press, you get Kobold Press, you get uh, Green Ronin, you get a bunch of other developers that come up that are creating content for Dungeons and Dragons, uh, adventure modules, um, race class combinations, all this kind of stuff. 
they are making their own source books and they are allowed to do this under the OGL. Um, OGL is converted into GSL, I think, for Dungeons and Dragons 4th edition. They don't mm -hmm. like that. And yep. then they go back to the OGL for Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. So for the last year or so, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast have been beta testing, essentially, what is called open Dungeons and Dragons. It is Dungeons and Dragons 6th edition. It is a evergreen One D &D. system. 1 D&D. That's it. Sorry. 1 D&D. It is an evergreen system designed to completely replace Dungeons and Dragons for the future. It will be the system upon which all future versions of Dungeons and Dragons will be built on. This is a Windows 10 situation all over again. Yep. Um, where they say, hey, this is going to be the final version of Windows we're ever going to release. And now there's Windows 11. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember if it was Windows 11 or Windows 10 that said that, but whatever. It was 10. Um, Windows 10 said it. Yep. It was 10. Okay. Technically, they said it was 8 as well, but then that was a lot of backlash. Um, so Wizards recently published what's called the OGL 1.1 1. 1. 1.0A is that what it is? No, no, no. no, no 1.0 1.0A is the one that is the stated. original. The that covers, original. The original one covers uh 1. 1. edition 1. 3.5. 1.1 is what they they didn't release <clears throat> it. It was leaked, if I remember leaked. right. Yes. Go ahead, yeah. Chris. So one point one point one uh, is the version that was leaked. Um, it's not actually on the D and D Beyond website. It's not anywhere on official Wizards of the Coast stuff for testing. <clears throat> it was leaked to a lot of content creators. Of, uh, by to be quite honest, whistleblowers from Wizards of the Coast. Very likely. That's that's the current supposition. It was a whistle. It was an internal whistleblower. Multiple, apparently, multiple. Um, and essentially, it the whole redesign of the OGL would have taken away any creator's right to anything they create. It would have uh, forced uh, uh, revenue streams to switch from the creators who created these additional content under the OGL to have to give revenue to Wizards of the Coast. Um, a lot of just generally bad things. You also need to remember that the OGL was when it was set up in uh, version D&D uh, third edition. It was set up as this is something we cannot oh, yes. revoke. <laughs> this is something that will always be here and it cannot be revoked. They the language in it specifically said that there was an unrevocable license in perpetuity. Yep. Um. Which for legalese means it ain't gonna do shit to it ever. Yep. And then they decided, oh, let's do shit to it. <laughs> Hasbro, uh, Hasbro and Wizards essentially set it up in ways that it was very detrimental to creators and the community and anyone who wanted to create something under the OGL license. So long story short, if anybody has ever worked for a company that has them sign a document that says that anything you create while at the company is legally the property of the company regardless of if you're on the clock or not that's this that's, that's what ogl this. was that's 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 what the the 1.1 version was going to be um there was obvious and very fair backlash to this unsurprisingly uh to the point where they actually denied a lot of it there was also rumors of D, &D beyond going up to uh, $30 a month 
subscriptions. So while... the other thing you need to realize is that while 1.1 was going to cover primarily five fifth edition content and one D&D content, mm-hmm. it also retroactively made three, 3.5 and four edition content now fall under the new 1.1 OGL rather than the 1.0. Rather than the original 1.0 that they said was irrevocable and would always be considered under 1.0, under yep. the language of the contract originally stated. This would then transfer the contract to the 1.1, which was much more beneficial to Hasbro and Watsy. Yep. You will hear me say Watsy. Watsy is Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Um, as well as that, there was also uh, rumors, uh, again from whistleblowers, that the subscription cost for DD Beyond would be increasing to $30 a month and the access to homebrew content would be going behind the $30 a month paywall. Um, essentially fucking over D&D Beyond, <laughs> making it pointless because uh, currently it is $52 a year for a full subscription. And I understand it's also one of their most profitable products, too. I've yes, heard, yes, yes. I've heard that it is one of their most insanely profitable products for, for Dungeons & Dragons. Now, one of the things you have to understand is that Dungeons & Dragons is not a super profitable um, is not a super profitable uh, oh, IP no. for oh, no. And it never has been. It never has been. And it never will be. It's, 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 it's a niche product within a niche product company. Do you know, of course, we all know what their most profitable product is. Magic. For Watsi specifically, it is Magic the Gathering. They make they print money with Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Magic pretty much. Magic is like something like 50% of their total profits every year. Yep. For Watsi alone. Watsi is like 50% of Hasbro's pro, uh, profit every year. Yep. Yeah. So um Essentially, with all of that and the backlash and the falling subscriber numbers instantly from D and D Beyond, mm-hmm. um, the Which, did did you did you want to explain how they made it so difficult to end a D and D Beyond subscription? No, I actually had no problem with it. Well, b- because of the fact that there's no automated form for it, there is that you can cancel it, but there's some stuff that you had to go through. Uh, a customer service rep. No, this is a big part of the story that some people were mentioning. I will oh, when that. when I, when I did it, I just went to my account and canceled it. My subscriptions canceled, and it was like a thirty second process. They changed it after you did it. Then they maybe changed it before uh, after I did it, or or before before well, I went. The thing to was it. is that I, I believe they were also saying that it had to be approved by a human being kind of situation. So and their okay, stuff to was... delete accounts, you need customer service. Yes, to unsubscribe, and what, and you that, don't need. And that was what a lot of people were doing was they were just outright deleting their accounts, also, right? Okay. Because they had homebrew content that they didn't want getting. Because that was the other thing. Anything you created that may be on the D and D Beyond website, D and D, vis a vis Watsi would then own and could then monetize should they choose with to. the OG with the change to with the, the new OGL. OGL. Yeah. Yes, with the OGL one So. so they went on and they put out a survey and a test of a new OGL, a new new OGL, the 1.2 OGL. 
It was just as bad. It was just Killed as bad. End. It was not as egregious in some areas, but it was just as bad. See, the biggest problem that people were having with this is that the fact that they were still going to be charging people on profits they made off of their large, off of their content. So you, there are officially licensed things. You have a uh, uh, Explorer's Guide to Wildbound. It's just something I'm thinking of. Explorer's Guide to Wildbound is yeah. official content. It's it official is, content. It's critical role based content, but it's official D and D content. Yes, that is official D and D content. But then you have something like. Um, uh, Taldori, oh, the Taldori book. The Taldori book, but then I'm also thinking something like uh, Stibble's Codex, which is made by Runesmith, who is a popular D&D YouTuber. He's a popular D&D YouTuber. He made something called Stibble's Codex. And this was his thing that he published himself. I don't know how much the man made on it, but if he had made over, what was it, 750000 or 75000 I don't remember what the exact number was. It's like 50000 I think it was. Yeah, if you made over that, well, they would then charge you a license fee and then if you made over seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on your thing they would charge a much larger licensing fee trying to find what okay so i i in my hand i'm currently holding the taldori campaign setting which was the original version of the uh, critical role campaign setting book made by matt mercer and james hike i think it's hike i think it's how you pronounce that at the very back of the book i'll put it up so you can see here is the license agreement this is the original this is the original 1.0A OGL, which gives them the right to create this book under the OGL licensing. They make any profits they make is theirs because it is their content just using the systems of D&D. That is the basics of how the OGL works. Yep. This book, if they made it under the new OGL, the 1.0, or the 1.1 the or the 1.2, any profits they make over 50000 they would have to pay Wizards for licensing. Any profits above that, they would have to, they, Wizards would receive a, a cut of that profit. Yep. Now, I want you to think about how big some of these Kickstarters have been. Some of these Indiegogo campaigns and some of these Kickstarters, like, they're massive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so um um I don't so I don't know if the Critical Role animated series was officially licensed. I don't believe that it was. That was not officially licensed under D&D. That was just uh their characters and the story yeah. built around Taldori and Alexandria. So that mm-hmm. was completely And I believe somebody mentioned that they had they had to go very carefully and remove any references to some of the copyrightable materials from well, it's, it's why Begbie's hand and Critical and Critical and and D and D is called Scanlan's hand in the Legends of Vox Machina. Hmm. It, so it, they 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 had so it's not an official licensed product. That thing made millions of dollars. Uh, Eleven point six million was the Kickstarter. All right, that was yeah, that their Kickstarter money was off the charts. <laughs> that was their money to use to pay for the production of what they did. <clears throat> Now, if they had done that under the 1.1 or 1.2, they would have had to pay a large licensing fee and would have lost a significant portion of those uh, of that Kickstarter funding. And, and paid it off the front, too. Not off, off the front, of- correct. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Off front. So. Uh, 
Oh, and then they and then they would have been then they would have also been have to pay licensing fees for every cent they made afterwards yep. as well too right. off of Amazon. Yep. If it wasn't a flat rate <laughs> deal from Amazon, they would have had to pay on every single time they got money. So, uh, at time of recording, which is uh, six thirty GMT on Saturday the twenty eighth, twenty two hours ago. Uh, D&D Beyond and the official uh, Watsy and D&D Beyond Twitters released multiple statements. Uh, OGL 1.0a and Creative Commons. I'm going to read this article in full just going through because it is that important of a win for the D&D community. <clears throat> when you give us feedback, uh, playtest feedback, we take it seriously. Already more than 15,000 of you have filled out the survey, and here's what you said. 88% do not want to publish TTRPG content under the new OGL 1.2. 90% of you would have to change some aspects of your business according to OGL 1.2. Uh, 89% are dissatisfied with deauthorizing OGL 1.0a. 86% are dissatisfied with the draft uh, virtual tabletop policy. 62- oh yeah, that was another big one we didn't mention. That was another one, we didn't mention that, but that was another one. Uh, 62% are satisfied with uh, including the system reference document, or SRD, content in Creative Commons, and majority of who are dissatisfied asked for more SRD content. Uh, did we explain what SRD content is? Um, SRD, uh, it's basically just the core rules. It does not include any trademarkable or copyrightable uh, things. The SRD is basically <clears> just, <throat> this is how you roll dice. This is how this interacts. It's the mechanical the, functions. The of SRD the does include classes and races. So it does it have does like... Include some, it does include some things, but there are some things that are non-copyrightable that are contained within yeah. the SRD. But there are some things that are copyrightable and trademarkable within the SRD. TLDR, the SRD is the mechanical bones on which D&D is built. Yep, okay. So, these live survey results are clear. You want OGL 1.0a, uh, you want uh, irrevocability. I can never say that word. Irrevocability. And you like Creative Commons. The feedback is such high volume and its direction is so plain that we are acting now. We are leaving one point, uh, OGL 1.0a in place, and it is untouched. We are also making the entirety of SRD 5.1 available under the Creative Commons license, and you can choose oh. which you prefer to use. So, Creative Commons license makes the content freely available for all use, and Wizards of the Coast do not control that license and cannot alter or revoke it. It's open and irrevocable in a way that doesn't require you to take our, to take what's his word for it. The the SR the SRD is now in, in Creative Commons, and the reason is now in Creative Commons. I'm going to scroll down a little bit. Here is a PDF of SRD 5.1 with Creative Commons license. By simply publishing this document, we are placing it under an irrevocable Creative Commons license. We'll we'll get the host. We'll get it hosted in a more convenient place next week. It is important that we take this step now so that there is no question. 
And then just under that, there is a link to the SRD 5.1 with a Creative Commons license on it. And I checked it. It is all there. It is SRD SRD 5.1 is now Creative Commons. That is unrevocable. Yep. Uh, they are also closing the OGL 1.2 survey. Um, and the, they have noted that they will c- keep talking uh, with you about with us about how we can better support uh, players and creators. Uh, and that was from Kyle Brink, the executive producer of Dungeons & Dragons, although in reality it was uh, some PR guy who wrote it up and Kyle Greenlit it. Mm-hmm. So Crash didn't mention something specifically about this a little while ago. They put the SRD under, uh, under Creative Commons, but there's not a whole lot of things in the SRD that are copyrightable, so it's not that big of a it's no. not that big of a gesture. Agreed. I, I completely agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can base so, things off of that without worrying about Wizard of the Coast coming later and saying, we want your money. Yes. So that's the thing, is that up till this point, because of the original OGL, uh, the original OGL was a non-binding document. It was not actually a binding, a fully binding legal document. It was a, do- so, it was a document that was created to essentially make it so that wizards couldn't have their grubby hands on everything. Yes, but Creative Commons is an accepted law. It is accepted documentation. There, There is a legal binding behind how Creative Commons works. So that means that this is now something they literally can't do anything against. It's in the public now, domain. Now, no, oh, it's not technically public domain. That's a completely different uh, classification. but. The problem is, is that this doesn't cover 1D&D. If they change something mechanically with 1D&D as 1D&D is being developed, they can completely just go, well, you know, guys, it's not part, it's not pertinent to this Creative Commons license for 5.1. It's not the same thing. Yep. It's legally a different, distinct product. Yep. Um, Unless they release a brand new SRD for 1D&D, uh, within a uh, Creative Commons license, if one D and D is so drastically different to Five E, it doesn't really matter. Yes. Let me right. let me ask a hypothetical question. Did Wizards of the Coast shit the bed in, when they started doing this in the first place, and should they have just asked for a small percentage of sales when things were created using their okay, content so- in the first place? Yes, A, but B, the problem is, is that they were a niche company. This was them getting a new revenue stream. That's why they didn't take any percentage in the beginning, was because they people needed to buy the basic stuff to play the game. You didn't really need to. Back in the day, it was much harder to get a copy of the SRD. Okay. It was much harder to get a copy of the SRD back in the day, way, way back when in the, in the pre-internet when you had to days. buy a book. You had to go buy a physical book. Guess what that does? That puts money in in WotC, well, TSR in those days. That puts money in WotC and TRS, TR, uh, T, uh, TRS's pockets. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I could go and I have the entirety of every Creative Commons licensed thing that's ever existed. I could just download it online. It's not a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. The big difference. Share them so, with your friends. Et cetera, yeah, et cetera, so et it was it was a different time and this was one of the ways they went and did a revenue stream was mm-hmm. because they still people still needed to buy the core rules yep so now, now this didn't really stop people 
But this didn't stop people from back in the day from going and photocopying a copy of the Dungeons and Dragons sure. Dungeon Master manual from the library. Hey. Because the library's had this material. Hey, I literally, I literally PDF'd every single fucking book I have on D&D Beyond because I don't trust them anymore. It's like, I used to be able to go, and they would have Dungeons and Dragons 1st Edition. They would have Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. They would have 2nd, 3rd, everything. They would have all the editions in the library, and I could just take it, and if I had the money, I could photocopy every page and make a binder, mm -hmm. and that's legal because of the original documentation language for the core mechanical rules i could do that mm -hmm. you know okay. but nowadays it's the revenue streams are different subscription models are going to be how they make their money which is why people which is why they tried to increase the price of the subscription on dnd beyond and why people were losing their goddamn minds wizards of the coast has shit the bed for the last year catastrophically and do you know one of the main reasons for that is because one of the main people who de who work on D&D Beyond is one of the big decision makers is someone who is so focused on online gaming instead of actual tabletop RPGs. He's trying to turn D&D into an online game instead of an actual TTRPG is what it is. Hmm. So the problem is, is that Watsi as a company has lost a lot of their independence. So people used to talk a lot about how Bungie was an independent studio so they could work on what they wanted to. Blizzard was an independent studio of Activision so they can work on whatever project they wanted to. And people have noticed over the years that those independents, if they don't go fully independent and stay independent, they're starting to get more pushback from the top down. People complain about Blizzard being more controlled by Activision over the last 10 years, you know, things like that. This is a very similar situation that people are believing that this, that the problem is is that Hasbro is exerting more control over Watsi and wanting to see more and more profit push because Watsi is such a oversized proportion of Hasbro's profits and because we live in late stage capitalism growth has to happen. It, there's no choice. You have to grow as a company. You cannot stay stable. You know. So because of that, they're pushing Watsi to find more. Uh, revenue streams and this is something they actually mentioned in one of their calls either this year or last year I think it was last year they mentioned in one of their investor calls one of their shareholder calls that uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Watsi needs to be monetized is under monetized Dungeons and Dragons specifically is under monetized right. and needs to make more money because we are leaving so much money on the table this is why Magic the Gathering is publishing 30 fucking sets a year, 30 fucking distinct skews a year plus. When in the past, they would publish maybe five or six skews a year. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous and insane that this is the world we live in. No, it's not. <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> shocked. I'm not shocked. It's insane, though, that this is the world we live in, that this this endless, ceaseless growth is driving these companies to put their absolute foot so far up their own goddamn ass. They could tickle their tonsils with their fucking big toe. All right. I, I think it's probably just like somebody looking at the numbers and being like, wow, there's a lot of people making money off of our shit. We should just get more of that. And that would be an easy way to increase profits. 
but That's it goes it against the entire like. it goes against the entirety of what the original OGL was designed for back in 3.0. Yeah, I'm not, and that's something that has been put, uh, put in place and was initially described as untouchable. Right. So, so, so how can we change it and not piss everyone off? I'm sure that was their next <laughs> sentence. No, it wasn't. I don't think. I, no, no, no. That, that was not their next sentence. There's too much momentum behind it. There's no way they're going to be able to change that and not piss off a large proportion of the community, especially the third-party publishers that are such a lifeblood of getting people into the game. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The only reason we know about the OGL change is because it was leaked by Wizards employees. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for the fact that it was leaked, it would already be live. They tried to sneak it out. They tried to push it out under the radar. Yep. Right. I mean, if if they like, I don't. I don't. They knew they were doing wrong. They knew it was wrong. I mean, I I don't think they're entirely at fault. I think they're probably ninety nine percent at fault. I think there is like a one percent. Like, if we created something and someone was reusing it and making money off of it, and yeah, it would feel bad. But like, they just can't go behind our backs and change it, and like, or we can't. You know, if we were Wizards of the Coast, we just can't go behind everyone's back and try to change it without there being some kind of backlash. So, so you know, but, a way... I was going to say, like, they they aren't offering anything in this model. It didn't sound to me like in 1.2 they were giving those people who are making the most money any, you know, unfeathered access or additional customer support or... There, were, there was nothing in it for the content creators other than give us more money because you're successful. Which oh, so sounds really just bad. Point, the original 1.1, it was going to be a case of anything you create under the, uh, the, the OGL 1.1, Wizards own. They take, not not they just take, give us more money, but we also own the created. We own the content because it's we built on own our the content. system. Yeah. yeah. 1.2, it was, take, it was taken back, but not entirely. Wizards mm-hmm. would still have the right to shut you down if it was something they didn't like. Well, and, and that's what I was trying to say earlier, Kevin, is that have you, have you ever worked for a company where they have a clause in their contract that says you, the intellectual property you create while employed by us is our oh, yeah. intellectual yeah. property? And I had a contract. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I worked at Target. I worked retail, and that <laughs> clause was in my employment contract. Yeah, that they just clause put everything was in my employment in contract. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, they they owned any intellectual property to things I created t- while I worked at Target. I mean, it, it that could was be in my contract. It it could be worse, and they could just change the entirety of trademark and copyright law for the last fifty to seventy years, like Disney did, and try to keep their you know copyrights Question. and trademarks long, longer. Under that under that Target contract, if you were the one that created this podcast, would they technically own it? Depends on how hard they wanted to fight. They could say that he, on... yeah, they could say that Gavril gained people skills that he gained through his employment at Target, which he applied. And to... I utilize those here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up, yo. I'm sorry. That's there, fucked there, up. There are there are similar there are similar contract clauses in both the EU and Canada. No, no, I'm just saying, in general, that's oh, fucked yeah, it's, up. It's incredibly fucked up. It's incredibly fucked up. It, it's, I, I, it's, I, okay, I, I have heard of those contract clauses. I 
years and years ago had a friend who um you know graduated with an engineering degree went to work for ibm and they had they had a clause like that working for ibm and i because i remember the friend group having a discussion one time about like oh don't invent anything because ibm will own it um i've never heard of it ex- being extended to like a fucking pee on it target <laughs> Like, like I, I, I've never had that clause in a contract before. No, that's why I was I. just so. That's why I've ne- well, it's not. Yeah, it's no, it's, like nor I know I it's a thing. It, I know it's a thing. So, yeah, but it's, it's, never it's, had it. it's less. It's less common in Chris. Say it with me. Union contracts. Okay, I'm not. It's I'm not union. Common, I'm not union. No, it's more. It's more common in a thing like you're a developer and you're developing code and you can like yeah. develop code for yourself and do something similar to what you're developing for your work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also it, it it this is a it's a very old law in the U.S. that that it's based on that that clause is based on. It's very old. It goes back to the 70s, I think. Seven 60s or 70s, and it's it's just it's there to. They they want to get their uh, their cash. They want to get they want to get um, some money out of things. Easy. Crash that yeah. his union and his school board tried to add it. It didn't end well. No, it doesn't. That you don't you almost never see that clause in a union contract in the U.S. Anything that has collective bargaining, somebody notices it and they go, "No, no, friend, not gonna happen." Well, the, so that, it's, it's a really fu- it's a really fun one, by the way. If you're an influencer, say oh, you do TikToks. I hate, infl- I hate the word influencer. I know. Say Thank you, you do so do I. Say oh. you say you make TikToks. Say you are a plumber or an electrician, and you work for a large company. And in that contract clause, it states that they own the intellectual property that you create while you are employed by them, utilizing the abilities that you use in your job so you're a tiktoker mm-hmm. you you film yourself your doing clock. off the clock doing your own thing but you're you're an electrician and you film yourself doing electrical work at your home you are licensed to do but mm-hmm. you are not on company time well your company pays you to be an electrician they pay for your continuing education they pay for your license to stay valid mm-hmm. suddenly they own all the proceeds from your tiktok you blow up you get 150 million views on a tiktok that you make you make like five dollars off it because that's you make like five dollars really but you suddenly, suddenly sponsors are knocking at your door and things like that well the company owns that tiktok now they are the ones that will profit from it if they want to argue that Right. It's not just a matter of like little things. It's sometimes big things too. Sometimes things that define who you are beyond your workplace. It's crazy. Yeah. There I was like, like they not blind made with the best podcast. Yep. Nothing was, to do with um, what you do at work, but they can I mean, argue it if they really wanted to. The thing the thing that I alluded to earlier about like, you know, Disney trying to extend the license of like how long mm-hmm. they can fight for the copyright license. Yeah. yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is that this year, uh, Steamboat Willie is going to go into the public domain because it's now reached its life. It's it's now reached its endpoint, and Steamboat Willie is going to go into public domain. 
Well, they've started adding Steamboat Willie videos at the start of every single Disney uh-huh. cartoon they've been doing as that an for a intro video so that they've they can that claim that they're the still using it. Yep. 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 They've been Just doing that for about a decade up. now because they knew that they because the headwinds had changed and they knew that they weren't going to get away with rewriting copyright again. <clears throat> right. And the other the other one was Oswald the um, Rabbit, Lucky which Rabbit. was before, before Steamboat which Willie. Was Disney's first character. Yep. First and they started character. using him, especially now, because it's the year of the rabbit and the and the Lunar New Year. So they started using a bunch of like Oswald the Lucky <laughs> Rabbit to like portray the and they Lunar made a new, new short. Year. Right. And they made a new short in the original style. That's the important thing. Yep. Because the stylistic changes in Mickey Mouse and characters means that they are distinct, separate characters from each yep. other. So Steamboat it's why Willie Mickey inter- Mouse and Steamboat Willie aren't considered the same thing. The right. Copyright yep. so if Steamboat because Willie so Mickey enters the public domain, you are only legally allowed to use the Steamboat Willie style, black mm-hmm. and white, a specific eye proportion, specific hand proportion, specific stylization. Right. You can yeah. only use that very narrowly. That's why when the Winnie the Pooh thing, um, uh, the, the, the Winnie the Pooh horror movie, because Winnie the Pooh went into, um, uh, it went into public domain last year. Okay. That's why that Winnie the Pooh horror movie that came out last year could not use a solid red T-shirt. Wow. On Pooh. That's a Winnie the Pooh horror movie? Yes, yeah, it's is. called Blood and Honey. Blood oh, I'm honey. It, it, came, it came I'm out this year. That. I'm um that sounds so good they could not use the solid red shirt because that winnie the pooh style is copyrighted by disney the the characters Mm -hmm. are public domain so the characters of a.a milne's book are public domain because they are the characters of the book the image that disney created of the characters in the book is their characterization of those characters in the book. So those are not public domain. But if you want to make your own characterization of the characters in the A.A. Milne book, that's good to go. Yeah. So let, you can so call let, your character let, Winnie the Pooh. Yes. So let me do an example to make sure I understand it correctly. Mm-hmm. So like the original story of like the Little Mermaid is in the public domain. Yes. But yes, the Disney 100%. version of Ariel is copyrighted right. to Correct. Disney and cannot be yes. used and you can be sued if you use it. Correct. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. Correct. Yeah. I if, understand. If, if you have a if you have a redheaded white girl with a green tail or a shell that girl now with the new one. Dead, I, we're talking about the original on this. We are focusing just on the original characterization. Okay. Okay. A redheaded white girl with blue eyes, a seashell bra, and a green tail. That is a copyright owned by Disney. The concept of the Little Mermaid itself <clears throat> is not owned by Disney. That is a public domain story by Hans Christian Andersen. Also, she was like 11 in that original story. So yeah, she was 11. Yeah. Um, that well, she, concept, she also dies in the hands Christian. She also right. dies at the end of it. Yes. Yep. She dissolves into bubbles. Yeah, she does. I was a she huge hands Christian fan. Yeah. Yep. I mean, um, let's not talk about Pocahontas. That's that's a whole other. That, that's, <laughs> that's a whole, whole other problematic thing that we're just not going to touch. <laughs> but the, the thing is, too, with AA Milne. So A.A. Milne with the public domain thing, it's only the first book 
that's public domain. The sequel, okay, it's House like of Pooh Corner, which is where younger. Tigger, which is where like mm-hmm. Tigger comes in, isn't free domain until after 2023. Yep. So it's like, um, so I think it's just Piglet and Pooh that enter, and the, and the concept of the Hundred Acre Woods. And Christopher Robin. And Christopher Robin are what it's in the public domain currently. Mm, one sec. Funny. I so I think, no, I don't think Robin is, but I think Eeyore and Owl. I so have I need the original to wait for my somewhere. Tigger slash fiction, is what you're saying. Yeah, so you're going to wait next that year before there's, a, before there's a Tigger uh, murder movie. No, no, no. The, the, <laughs> Evan, the, the Tigger slash fiction already exists. It's just it's, they can't profit off of it yet. <laughs> so they've, so they've, they've got the script written. They just can't profit <laughs> off it until next year. Got it. And he has to be slightly different. Okay. Yes. So the original 1926 book is a collection of short stories that has the teddy bear, Christopher Robin, Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin, Piglet, Eeyore, Owl, Rabbit, Kanga, and Roo. So no the only Tigger that's not available in the public domain yet. And the half lumps and Woozles. Yep. Half a lumps and woozles come in in the second one as well. Okay. Yep. So yes, there's a lot of <clears throat> there's a lot of characters that entered the public domain. They are usable. You can profit off of them as much as you want because they are public domain characters. That is why you will find 15 okay. million copies. So, um, modern Prometheus, Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein. Um. There are 17 million copies of that if you go to Amazon or you go to the web or you go anywhere on the web trying to buy a copy of the book. All right. Some of those copies are not public domain. The concept is public domain, but each individual each individual publisher is allowed to publish it slightly differently than another publisher and make their money off of it that way. That's where you start running into some very thorny issues with copyright law. Because you have to be very sure that you are using the original document and not somebody's republished. Some variation. When was the original Lord of the Rings book written? Uh, the s- fucking the 70s. The 70s? Is like the, it, it was, wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't it was the turn Lord, of the century. Lord. It was somewhere between 1954. 54. I was going to say it was right. somewhere Fellowship, okay. Fellowship okay. of the Ring was let, published July 29th, 1954. Wasn't that those books the first real iterations of orcs? Would they be copyrighted? No, it's weird. It's it's weird. So there are. But I'm so, correct. That's the first iteration of orcs, really. Yes, as we understand it. But the thing is, is that the orcs in. So you have the urukai. All right. Are we talking urukai here? I don't know. I don't like Lord of the Rings. I just know that's where so, orcs came from. So if well, but, you but use... there's different versions of there's different versions of orcs yeah. even within Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because the Urukai are actually elves that have been shaped that have been flesh molded into monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets kind of thorny. It's a the, very... the original orcs are basically I like regret... elves that were like tortured the shit out of. I regret yeah. my question and also fucking nerds. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, take, <laughs> taking this back to Wizards of the Coast, can't you just change the rule set slightly? Can't you just change the character slightly and put out your own shit and yeah, that's like, what everybody's avoid been doing all this stuff? Thing. That's what everybody's been doing. That's what other people have been doing up to this point. 
Okay. With, that's what other fantasy systems have done. They don't use a D20 and they use a different, they use slightly different names for things. Okay. I mean, Star Trek Adventures that uses a D20, but it's the higher numbers are bad. The lower they use numbers golf are rules. Yeah. They use golf rules for uh, Star Trek Adventures. Yeah. Okay. And so Crash has, Crash has a good point. So he's like, it, it's why D&D has tree ints and halflings. Instead of hobbits and ints. Right? Because okay. Hobbit's ends are copyright to Lord of the Rings and Tolkien because not public domain yet. <laughs> According to Britannica.com, this is from, this is from uh, executive producer of uh, Fact Checker and executive producer of, of uh, Close to Close Expanding Universe, LB. According to Britannica.com, the word orc was first used to describe a demon or an ogre in the poem Beowulf. Which would be public domain. <laughs> Which is public domain. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think that's the first usage of the word itself. Okay, because there are things that are very similar that are mentioned in other mythologies that predate Beowulf. Um, you could say an Oni would also fall under the classification of an orc. They are thousand-year-old Japanese folktales. You could say um, Atons and ogres and other forms of things. Okay. But coming coming back to Wizards of the Coast, long Shoot. story short, is the community one fuck wizards, don't trust them. Uh don't buy magic, buy singles. Don't buy sealed product, buy singles if you play magic. Uh try other tabletop RPGs, Pathfinder, uh Star Trek Adventures, whatever one you want. Uh, Legend, of Legend, Legend of the Five Rings. Legend of the Five Rings. There's you know. plenty there's plenty of other tabletop RPGs out there. I know my uh, Sunday group uh, that we run every two months is going to be looking at other uh, systems once we finish our current campaign. I think we're looking at Pathfinder 2. Crash go, is saying go, Cypher System? Go, yeah, Cypher System. Uh, go play GURPS. Go play Legend of the Five Rings. Go play Pathfinder. Go play like Ascendant. Go play Ascendant. Go play um, uh, Cyberpunk. Go play Shadowrun. Okay? Hero Quest is actually owned by WotC, I think, at this at this current juncture. I think it's yeah. published by Avalon Hill, which I think Avalon Hill is owned by WotC at this point, if I remember correctly. Not a hundred percent there. Um, they also canceled the uh, expansions to Hero Quest for the revival. So, so the revival all, is all you're getting. There's alternatives. But, but, yeah, Hero Quest yeah, is the, ultimately the, owned by Hasbro. The second the point, I brought it up, it was like Hasbro. The point <laughs> is, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like I have, I on D and D Beyond, I literally have every single book. I put all my eggs in one basket. I regret that. Yep. But I now want I I, but thanks to a wonderful uh uh extend a Chrome extension, I have downloaded all of those books onto PDF form, so I have them, and I don't have to worry about them disappearing off that website. You're gonna need <laughs> yourself some three ring binders and a lot of ink. Yep. Uh, take that or, picture. You know, Kinko's. just a second screen and control F. <laughs> it's the, no, there's, there is. No, no, dude. I, I am a huge proponent of physical as, media. As a point, the 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 Chrome extension did actually like categorize and like section everything, so there everything is clickable. Really fun. Lovely. I'm still I, I'm, I'm always going to say physical media is the only way to go, even if I do have a fucked up monster manual that's printed upside down and backwards. It is upside down and backwards. I forgot that. Is about that is amazing. 
the field print. I forgot yeah, it's about that. Funny as shit. Like no that. lie, some collector would probably pay a shit a shit ton of money for that. Just like I'll show this off one more time, just because I love showing this off, and then I think we're gonna be done for the day with the yeah. episode. <laughs> so yep. here's 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 this. Get that out of the way. Here's this. That is correct. Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal! Oh, wow. I love oh that. my god, I love that! And it, everything else is absolutely correct. It's just Oh, uh, Gav, I need you to show Spawn that at some point because that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yep. I love my upside down monster manual that I have to read like I'm fucking opening a goddamn book in Japanese and reading backwards. <laughs> <laughs> How much amazing. is it worth? Is it worth Probably money? nothing. It's a misprint. Misprints, yeah, but misprints collectors will take yeah. a lot collectors of for misprints oh, will I pay know. a lot of money. I, okay, so I'm gonna tell you the first four-digit transaction I ever made privately was misprinted Magic the Gathering cards. So I, I know what the misprint community is like. This is just this is I, I'm 90% certain this is not worth a damn cent. Somebody is More selling it for 80 bucks on eBay. Gav, do wow. your retro. Um, hey, everybody got any final thoughts? Neth. I still want to have a real full D&D game. That's my only thought at this point. At I some mean, point. Chris I, is I, back I, at some point. Here's the thing. I Honestly, let's try Pathfinder 2. I don't mean um, a one-shot. I mean actually, a full fucking game. So one, one of the things I have considered, Chris, was uh, for some of the... I, I want to... Uh, experiment possibly either with uh, Shadowrun or with Star Trek Adventures. I've been thinking about Star Trek Adventures. Star Trek Adventures. Yeah, I want to be the captain. He's, he's he's been losing his fucking mind about that every time I've ever mentioned it. Shadowrun is fantastic. I love the fucking weird cyberpunk aesthetic with orcs and goblins and fantasy races where dragons are uh, heads of multinational corporations. Star Trek Adventures. <laughs> Kevin, what do you got for me? Um, read the fine print. You should always do that anyways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As someone who has a background in working in the legal field, always, always read everything that you're signing. Christopher? Uh, trust, don't, never trust large corporations and do, don't do what I did. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Have, the have something you to fall back on. I have Two final thoughts here. Okay. One, I'm a broken record. Corporations are not your friends. Yep. Right. No, I know. They're I not your friends. I know I was reiterating what you said. I agree I'm with vibrating you. with rage. I can see that. Um, I have another final thought. Go ahead. Let's, let's oh. let Chris go eat. That, that's my I, other I, final let, thought. Let, let, yeah, we're, we're doing that, but let, let him finish <laughs> what he was saying. Uh, don't uh, corporations are not your friends A and B legally speaking most TOS's and EULA's are not legally enforceable just throwing that out there also most terms of service and end user license agreements are not legally enforceable um, so do with that as you will I mean they'll still ban your account and kick you off a of service, but Oh yeah, but they can't they can't, they're they can't generally legally, do legally not do anything to you. Yeah, so they cannot legally do anything to you. Um all right. 
Uh, that's going to be our show uh, this week. Uh, to talk to us during the week, uh, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, even though it is a hellscape, uh, probably best yep. just reach out to us on Discord. Maybe not mess with Twitter anymore. Um, <laughs> the show is at Coast Coast EU. If you do have, if you do have some sort of weird compulsion to use Twitter, the show is at Coast Coast EU. Kevin is at Swing Cat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lynch. I, of course, am at Mi Witty yet, and Neth is at Neth Winch. Sending emails to feedback at coasttocosteu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays. We're recording and stream the show live on twitch.tv slash ctceu. Uh, for links to today's show and to our Discord, visit our website at coasttocosteu.com. Just review SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you uh, pour this sweet, sweet word syrup deep inside your brain holes. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, say OGL, boys. OGL. OGL. You didn't say girls, so Neff doesn't get to say anything. Yeah, Neff's not let stand that she was too busy going, ugh. <laughs> Fuck off and end the goddamn show, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>